Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. Now those people have a louder voice. We're going to have to change the name from Flying J to the Flying Fs. Yeah, not good. No. <laughs> yeah, that, that deserved a rim shot. <laughs> I tried. You threw it out there. People need to know that's the name of the company, the Haslam. The Flying J. <laughs> I was trying to let it die. Yeah. Peacefully. <laughs> <laughs> they had benches back then. They were cold. Metal. metal. They were cold my, and metal. My tokas yeah. was on those. Anyone who sat in those stands and remembers watching miserable football games, like you just He's you no carpet bagger. No. <laughs> Torrance. Torrance Mitchell. Nor was he on defense. Again, not young. Torrance Mitchell, did I say him? Torrance. Yeah, yes. you did. You said it twice. You're in a Torrance. Josh man. does win. Stay away from the buses. Oh. <laughs> That's all I ask. Yeah. Fred who was, was upset yeah. after that game. Is I can remember him in any non-playoff loss. Oh, mm. He was so mad that Josh McDaniels was in our area, for, you know, with the bus saying goodbye to people, hugging after, everybody. You know, they just saw you like four months ago. <laughs> it's not like you'd been gone for years. You know, like I, the I know, right? He's, Open that wound. You know, oh. so, so mad. Oh. It was just poor mm. to me. Poor to me. This is Patriots Unfiltered, fueled by Duncan. All right, welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. It's a new week. It's Tuesday here at Gillette Stadium, and uh, wow, the news kept coming, huh? We thought Phillips was uh, a big one, or Jabril, whatever his name is. Peppers. Peppers. He was so big, we don't know his name. <laughs> yeah. But, Adrian Phillips was two years ago. But, um, you know, uh, a move that I think was a good move for both teams. Uh, Devontae Parker is a New England Patriot. That, yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that assessment. Yeah. yeah, I like it. You guys? I think they needed it. Um, I think there are some questions, certainly his health. Mm-hmm. but Big and the biggest one. I think it gives them you know, a, a potential big downfield threat. And I mean, he's, he's had some good games against the Patriots. We've seen him at his best. But I think his availability is, is certain, certainly something to consider. But um, I'll be curious, two years. He's got two years left on his deal. I wonder if that kind of plays out or if, uh, you know, if they make a move to, to maybe – I don't know restructure. Restructure. Well, I don't maybe, think they'll. Or do you oh, just kind of let it play? Usually they make, let, You want to make that longer? Yeah. No, I don't know. I just. It, I, I, not yeah. yet. I think you get two years out of him. You. Well, yeah. I'd be curious your thrilled. opinion, Paul, because I think you have a good nose for like when guys come in and yeah, they got two years left on your deal, but sometimes you kind of are like he's only here for this year. That, my guess yeah. is that's probably yeah. probably it, but it's. I I think um, the way Fred put it, I think is is really the way I look at it. I think. Because of the Patriots' situation at wide receiver, you needed to find some help. I don't think this is the ideal help, but I think it's better than what they have if he's right. Yep. And I, I think that people kind of get this impression of the player based on what Mike is talking about. You know, like that last game of the 19 season when the Patriots lost the bye, largely because of Devontae Parker, yeah. who completely dominated Gilmore that day. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's what he's been throughout his career. No, he, that was his big year. He had, and that was the one year he played the whole season. Yeah. Right. And yeah. that's, that's the key. Like, everybody's like, oh, he played for Chad O'Shea that year. It was a similar offense at the <laughs> Patriots run. Uh, it, you know, it was this, that. Available. No, he played 16 games. Yeah. yeah. Once in seven years. That's, you know, if you could t- sign me up and tell me he'll play 16 games or 17 games. You know, this year, I, I think you, you're probably going to be pretty happy. I think he'll, he'll have a pretty good year. I think he'll give you another competent receiver on the outside, which I think they need. I know a lot of people love the, the idea of adding a slot guy, but I think they really need hmm. somebody outside the numbers. I don't want to scare people with this because I don't mean it negatively. Uh-oh. Okay? Uh-oh. Here we go. 
he's what we hoped Nikhil Harry would be. He's a big, strong guy who can make contested catches outside the numbers. Harry hasn't been able to do it. Yeah. Parker at least has been able to do it yeah. occasionally. He hasn't been able to do it consistently because of health. And I worry about the you know the hamstrings and things like that because receivers obviously need their legs. But he's been able to be productive the way that I think we all hoped that Harry would be. I don't again, I don't mean that to scare people, say, well, He's a, he's a rich man's Nikhil Harry. No, he's been far better than anything Nikhil Harry's ever been able to do. So, go ahead. Eric. I was just going to say, this, it, when I heard it, it struck me as a typical Patriots doing business kind of move. You know, an older guy, somewhat proven, somewhat hurt, relatively affordable, position of need. Eh, makes sense. A little surprising it happened within div- the division, but yeah. other than that, it, oh, it made perfect sense. I was listening uh, on the, over the weekend when it happened on – you know, one Paul's, of Paul's shows. Paul's shows. Yeah. And, uh, boy, the, you know, the narrative about Miami doesn't, they're not worried about you anymore. You know, they don't care that this is a show of disrespect that they would do this within the division. They don't, they're not worried about you whatsoever. You know, uh, eh, I don't. I don't think my. my I mean, they, there is an element of truth. I mean, they have beaten you most of the times they play you, but I also think that they're not in a place where they're like no problem. But it's how they've constructed their team, and I think he was an extra piece. I'd be curious. I, I just think that the Patriots gave the most that any other buddy, anybody else would give. Bingo. Sure. Yeah. And if there was any other reason or rationale for Miami trading him to the Patriots, they all should be fired. Right. If if it was anything other than the Patriots offered the most, just like Buffalo when they traded for Bledsoe. Right. You don't not do it because it's in the division. Buffalo offered a first-round pick. That's right. And no one else probably did, you know? Yeah. I I mean, I like the idea, as Paul described it, because I think there are some of those guys in the draft, but like as we saw with Harry, there's a lot of unknown. And at least, certainly, Parker has some questions about him. But if healthy, you think he can be that guy. You know he's been that guy before. You don't have to worry about, all right, we're going to reach at one and hope that right. you know Traylon Burks can figure it out, uh, you know, in that role. It gives you a little more flexibility, so, a little so, bit. I still so, think it's a big need, though. I mean, yep. this is you know long term. That's a position. See, now need. that's interesting. We'll save that for the second half of the show because you know I love those like either ors. Right? Would you rather have Traylon Burks with the first pick mm-hmm. or, that, or make a, this trade? That's, that's tough. That's why a can't good, you have that's both. A good yeah, one. Why, why can't you have both one for me? You can, yeah, but I'm just asking if you had either yep. or. But right. What, We'll yep. get to that later. Um, so now the trickle-down effect. Uh, people assume this is it for Nikhil Harry. I'm not so sure. What if it's this is it for Nelson Aguilar? Now, I know there's money uh, that you lose if you do that, but what if he's the guy? Then I'm not really happy with this. Yeah. Trade. No? I mean, uh, well, I mean, no. Nelson Aguilar can catch the football. I know we make fun of him, and, and I know the Philly people made fun of him for you know his propensity for drops, but – he was a productive wide receiver, way more so than Nikhil Harry has ever been in yep. this offense. In a very different way, yeah, I would but, say but, Aguilar and Parker are kind of similar. They've had good careers. Like, they haven't been standouts. They haven't maybe been what they were supposed to be, quote-unquote, uh, as highly touted guys coming out of the draft, uh, first-round picks. But I think Aguilar has been reasonably good. And, and, and yeah. Much like Parker, he had one really good year. Yeah, but Nikhil Harry hasn't done anything. Nope. Like I don't want to trade Nikhil Harry for for one of the. And like Harry's got to go. 
Yeah. Harry's got to go. I, I just want something for him. But you see, know? That, that's the thing. Right. Is somebody going to give you anything? I mean, you have a seventh-round pick or something. You know, just well, something. Well, so you'll, you'll feel good so, if so you get a seventh-round oh. pick as opposed to just releasing him? Yeah, a little better. No, but, but, a little better. But what if? What if? Why not? But I, hold, just wished, oh, I just wish oh, that oh, I could oh, be as positive in life oh, as oh, might do so. Hold on now. But what if it's Algalore and you get a fifth-round pick for him and you draft a receiver in the first round? Man. So now I'm paying ten million on my cap. Yeah. Cap is crap, a, Paul. No, yeah. but I'm just saying it's still money. It's still money that I paid the guy. Yeah, yeah. I I, I keep Aguilar. I I I think I, this I, feeds I into what I want even yeah, before I, this I, day two I receiver. Just, get somebody think, to work. I in. just think now your leverage for trading Harry is even less. So why you why, have no leverage trading Harry? No, but why why You're hasn't he already been gone? Is what my point because is. nobody wants him. Okay, so what's the difference? You're gonna just release him? You might. Uh, I, I would say you probably, if you can get all the way to training camp and you haven't been able to find someone yet, that's my guess is how it, it ends. Yeah. He doesn't make the team. Yeah. But what what I think you do if you're the Patriots is you just you 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 just keep waiting it out and hope yeah. and and like let it play out. Maybe something happens and it makes the decision for you. And it's unfortunate you don't want to think about yeah. injuries and whatnot. But seventh round pick, you know, like that done. Mike is right. <laughs> like, I mean, maybe the the only way you're going to even get the the sixth or seventh round pick for him is if someone just says, you know, like Atlanta has no receivers at all. Atlanta is one of the few teams in the league that has like just nothing at the position. Maybe they say, I'll take I'll take a crack at him, but I'm not going to wait for him to get released because then I have to fight potentially mm-hmm. everybody else to sign him to a minimum contract. If I give him a seventh-round pick, at least I'm sure that I have him. Yeah, and I feel like if he gets to the team and if he gets to the summer, he's kind of a lame duck receiver that's not really going to have a future here, and he's probably eating up a spot maybe of somebody like you know a rookie that you develop that you know that that, see, that might have a future. See, I think the Patriots want more picks this year. I do, and I, th- I think that was clear by the fact that they traded the third rounder for next year. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. right. I think the Patriots want more picks this year, and I think that. Aguilar could get you a mid-round pick. I just think. Oh, I think still, he could. I think you could know? get a fifth-round pick for him. And now you Absolutely. can do that. I just think that there's well, I don't so think much. You can. I don't know why you can. I don't. There, there's so much uncertainty with that whole group still as it is now with Parker. He's got injury concerns. Aguilar had an okay year last year. It wasn't enough, you know. So I'm hoping that you keep all those guys, and that somehow. All right, it's either going to potentially maybe click a little more for Aguilar or Parker's going to stay healthy. You know, like you're you're kind of mitigating risk a little bit with some guys who are okay NFL receivers. I'm not ready to move on. I'd rather the new guys. I want young yeah, guys. Yeah, I think there's know? a better chance that Aguilar contributes more in 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 2022 than could be. But I'm looking at the numbers, and I I do think that they're going to pick a wide receiver either first or second round. I don't think they're going to take one in the first round. Uh, but I, I haven't thought I haven't thought they were going to take one in the first round. I think it's less likely long. now. Yeah, second round maybe. Okay, yeah. but you're yeah. going to want that person on the field, right? If he you can don't, play, well, yeah, right. I mean, well, I didn't, yeah, I didn't want idea. to kill Harry on the field. Yeah, that's they the took ed- him in the first but round. That, that's the ed- so someone more than probably one person's going to have to go. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah. you already lost Gunner, so I mean, there's a spot. That's true. You know, there's that's a true. spot you did there. Lose Gunner. Plus, yeah. you're going to have Myers is going to be becoming a free agent. Yep. Aguilar Aguilar's is, is going to be a free agent. So you can draft a free, you could draft a wide receiver. Right. Do the Belichick thing and play him ten snaps, <laughs> and then in year two he takes over for these guys. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I mean, I and I think a lot of 
as good as the top of that class is, you, uh, we've talked about it, and we'll, I'm looking forward to doing our receiver draft podcast because there's so much to talk about there. But there's a lot of guys that, you know, just be intriguing, you know, some speed. I mean, you got some size on the outside with Parker. Find some speed. Find some, you know, next-level guys that can that can take it and run with it. I think that's still what that is missing from the offense, that, you know, run, catch, take it to the house kind of kind of explosive. But as of today, even with Parker – they haven't found what Dante Scarnecchia says is Max Binky yet, right? Mm-hmm. Would you say that? That's, no. That, that person's still not on the team. Yeah, I no. still think that's Myers, but, you know, everybody wants to get rid of Myers, so I don't know. Maybe. Not the Patriots. Yeah, I think they'll that'll happen sooner. Than, I think this will be it for him, too. I, I think – I don't think people like him as much as we do. <laughs> I don't know. Just don't like people the inside leaves. or outside. How can you Both. not like him? Because I, mean, I don't think they think he's fast enough. Okay, but they, they offered I mean, him a second round tender, like, though, didn't they? Think of him as your fourth receiver. What's not to like? Well, he was their first receiver last year. I know, but yeah. think of him as your fourth receiver. And okay, well then tell me who the first three are, and I'll feel better about. Well, it. I'm thinking Parker, Parker now is Aguilar, elevated. Born yeah. Aguilar should be, and well, Aguilar was be. not ahead of Myers I, last I year. I said should be, should be. I mean, you could you could make an argument that by the end of the year, Born became the number one guy. Okay. You can't make an argument for Parker or Aguilar yeah. yet. Certainly not Aguilar. He was here. But if you could, let's just say that you got Bourne, you got Parker, you draft a receiver, first or second round, and now Myers is your fourth receiver. It's not terrible. I like it. But I, I, I feel I a little like safer as is right now. A little safer. And, and, you know, the ability to manage the rookie, depending on how they do. I mean, I'd love to have somebody who comes in and seizes it and takes a role right away and is able to contribute. But, I mean, I feel better if he's able to eat into snaps of, of Aguilar rather than, well, we just got to put him out. You know, it's, it's, it's more competitive that he's got to walk in and there's a room with, you know, four established receivers that have played yeah. a bunch of NFL snaps, you know. Yeah. Um, but, you know, just – But I am with like, Mike. I wish they, they had a little bit more explosiveness and youth to it, and that's why I'm not against the day two draft of a wide receiver. And that's why you say Mac Binky. It's – four-year contract you know it's, yes, he's here he's with him right. and they're, they're you know get get them handcuffs and you know stay together and like if you know, parker works out. out so he's going to be he's 29 yeah. which but somehow he became uh some uh, somehow on twitter he was deemed to be younger than robert woods who was two months younger than parker well that's but, if you go by age right i mean that's if you go <laughs> that's if you go by the calendar yeah um so he's not a young guy he's 29 so if it works you get a year or two out of him. Now he's thirty-one. Right. Probably not going to continue that. Right. Yeah. He's yeah. not that kind of player that you yeah. know. You think he's going to be dynamic? You know, in, into his mid to late thirties. Yeah. The uh, just to piggyback off of this, the thing that made me lost, lose my mind yesterday was was Florio's tweet of, uh, and I had to write it down because because I tried to recall it to Scal. I couldn't remember. It. It's time to admit. It's time for the Patriots to admit a hard truth. That they can't draft and develop wide receivers, and I just like and, and and unfortunately it spirals because then the people that Paul hate have to like respond to him with like, well, what about all these guys? Aren't we all Deion adults? Branch. Aren't we all adults? <laughs> right, like, right. can't we say yes, yes? They have they have had struggles getting wide receivers. Absolutely, Drafting, yes. 
can we move on from like like it's just like, become I thought like it was a stupid dead thing that horse. Florio, like it's a dead horse that they beat over and over again and then you flip on the news uh, I'm not going to call them Paul shows because they're on TV um <laughs> Was that a show? I don't know. Sorry, I didn't mean to do They're all Paul shows. But it's just what they hammer. It's like the only thing you need to know if you're going to talk about the Patriots on TV right now is, hey, they really struggle with wide receivers. Like, like that is like the biggest story as to why they haven't had a playoff win in three years is because they hadn't drafted a wide receiver. Certainly maybe part of it. It just doesn't make any sense to me that, that you would bring – like it's been for like 10 years people have been <laughs> right. talking it's about the, the wide receiver the issues. Truth. Like why Florio would choose now to – to Like this makes it apparent the Nikhil, that, that when they went and got Parker and like, that – it's almost that like Florio's like, Harry. I know how those Boston writers are, and they're so soft. I'm like, they don't tell the hard truth, but I'm here to tell you, <laughs> they have a hard time developing. Right. No kidding. Yeah, it's just, it's an annoying, no kidding. an annoying spiral, and it annoys all of us for, for well, different reasons, but man. Well, and then, and I'm totally 100% with Deuce on the Florio thing, because I saw the same thing last night, and I was like, where's this coming from? You know, what, right. what is, what, what is the point of this, and why now, you know? Then I start like reading like people commenting on it, and I'm like, the again, uh, you know, I said this to you off air. The greatest coach in the NFL. I think that y- if you asked a hundred people watching the NFL, ninety-eight of them would say Bill Belichick is the best coach in the NFL, and the other two would well, like, would be like guys like Bart Scott who just hate him, right? right? So he's widely considered the best. Does he have to be perfect at absolutely everything? Right. He has a blind spot for wide receivers. They've had a really hard time drafting and developing wide receivers. Not according to some. I don't know if you know, but 25% of the wide receivers who have ever won MVP in the Super Bowl (laughs) were drafted by the Patriots. Yeah. Then I started thinking about other positions that I'm like, I just want to counter with like him. That's that's stats. That's... Well, one of them is Julian Edelman, no, who wasn't even drafted no, as know, a wide receiver. But that's a great example of how you can manipulate stats to make any point. Right. You know, right. Another guy, one of Mike's boys. My boys. Included Matthew Slater. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? I mean, Lawrence Taylor, Tom Brady, Matthew Slater. Special right? teams. Special. Offense, oh, defense, oh, special oh, teams. Hey. I don't know if you know Mike, but I know how to coach greatness. <laughs> I, I, I started thinking about other positions that I was like, what would they say? We're like, well, but he's really good at drafting right tackles though right right like like does anyone else like ever talk about another position like what position See, does Bill I, Belichick draft really well I, offense, anyone have that no I would yeah. say offensive, offensive line, line is absolutely yeah. a position he drafts right. really well right how many how many like real misses has he had over the years at offensive line and they're not all early picks mm. yeah I'm just going to name some some good ones Tooney uh, oh, God. You know, Shaq Mason Stephen Neal, Marcus Cannon. Well, he didn't draft Stephen well, Neal, but, but he developed him. No, but I'm just going. But you go by like Matt just, Light. Sorry, Paul. Matt, Matt Light. Light. Yep. <laughs> Logan Mankins. Yep. Nate Solder. Nate Solder. Then you, then you go to like Shaq Mason, Joe Tooney. Sure. Uh, Dan Bri- Copen. Dan Copen. Bri- even like Brian Stork, which talent was not Brian Stork's issue. He right. was a jerk. Yep. Um, and it, and the list goes on. Even guys like Trey Jackson, who had a bad knee problem, yep. who was. Pretty productive early yeah. on. Yeah, like, Russ, Russ Hochstein again, not drafted. Not drafted. But Stephen Neal, not even playing offensive line, they, and he not drafted, but they made him but, into but a good my, one. My point about that's a position that he is consistent, uh, and right down to Michael Oenu and Justin oh, Perron. We forgot about Sebastian Volmer. See Volmer, yes. yes, second round, Another pick. good one, perfect, yeah. Freddie. Yeah, he has drafted a lot of offensive linemen over the years, and almost none of them couldn't play. I mean, everybody like listen, not every fifth, sixth, seventh round guy yeah. works out. Corey he Hilliard. Had, like, 
right? Yeah. A guy like that. Corey Hilliard, the guy who couldn't make it through. Remember, he couldn't right. make it through practice yep. without pulling a Paul from yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> um, he got I sick feel you, bro. on the field. He was one. Clint Oldenburg. Remember Clint Oldenburg? Oldenburg. There's another one. Didn't really pan out. Yeah. But, I mean, he, he probably has drafted 15 to 20 offensive linemen that have at least sh- – uh, even guys that didn't play for the Patriots. Uh, Ted Larson. Oh, ended up Taylor being the starter. Yeah. He was like a six in Bay. starter in the in Tampa Bay. Where would you put Adrian Clem? Yeah, no. I mean, I, I'm going to I'm going to say that's right? that's a bust. Yeah. yeah, but it was also a Bobby Greer pick. Yeah. So why? Right? why yeah, that's true. Can, can we can we talk about why? Because I think it's easy to just say they can't do it. Why? Why can't they do it? Why do they get the wrong guys? And and I, I'm going to throw this out there, and I don't want to make this sound like I'm blaming no, anybody. I know what you're going to say. But I'm saying, no, 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 no. I want to hear this. Yeah. I'm interested. I know. I, I, this I, might light a fuse. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, all right. Well, I'll just, should I just say it in a way that will light a fuse? <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't but, be the witness. But but there's a reason, right? Like, I mean, there has to be, and then it could be a bunch of reasons, and there are, but I mean, I think it's it's worth a conversation of asking why can't they do it? Why are they drafting the wrong guys? Does it have to do with their offense and what they ask guys to do? Does it have to do with who their offensive coordinators were and what part they had in it? Um, you know, and I'm not, like, I don't want to say this to, like, absolve Bill and be like, you know, it was all Josh McDaniel's fault. He was the one. But I think that it's part of the... It's con- Josh's fault. He's not <laughs> there it is. He's I, not knew it. I knew it. Um, but I think it's a real conversation, and I think that everybody, you know, Florio, it's just like, well, they just can't do it. Well, why? Why do you think that they, they don't know what they need, or are they failing to, uh, you know, pick guys See, that can understand what they're going to ask? Them I have to a do? theory that's close to that. But, I, and by the way, that didn't light a fuse. But, the, but wasn't, nah. it wasn't the dumbest thing. But, but see, <laughs> like it's like the scales of justice when you take the Florio quote. Okay, true, absolutely true. But then you look at the offensive production over the years. And it's like, well, Brady had to be thrown to somebody. Somebody was catching those balls. And when they had certain receivers here, albeit not through the draft, yeah, they soared. They absolutely yeah. soared. Right. That's why I don't blame the offense. The yeah. offense has right. consistently for 20 years mm-hmm. been among the league's best. Right. Um, but I understand what, what Mike is talking about. I think it's more – I, I do I think, think there's I something think, to what Mike's saying. Yeah, that's why I, I just yeah. said. I literally <laughs> just said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that they ask too much of what they're looking for in a draft pick. Like, how many times do you, you know, well, he he, he blocks well. Uh, he, he runs this round. Four down. Mm. Four down. Got, like, can we just find a guy with an elite skill set and find a way to use that elite skill set? And then. With a brain. And then, once that happens, find other things for him to do. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, see if he can do X, Y, and Z. I just think that the reason that they've had more luck with free agents is because they're already in the league. Yeah. And they already have a base knowledge yeah. of what ha- what it takes to be an NFL receiver. Right. But I think that they look for too much and in I think, their draft picks And sometimes. I think I think they're, you know, and I, I'll put Brady in this equation. I think there was an impatience with young people. Yeah, but that was late. No, no, but that he, was late. But you know, like, that's not why Chad Jackson didn't pan out. No, I know, right. no, no, mm-hmm. not not everybody. But you don't get it right away. And okay, you know, we're going to put you in the back shelf, and we're going to work. You know, there there wasn't that leniency on for failure. I also think that, you that know? Bill has, and this is more anecdotal. This might not be fact. This is just my opinion from afar. I think Bill has sort of an aversion to that, like. Diva star, kind yeah, of no doubt, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. those are the the best wide receivers are all like that, right? Yeah. Cornerbacks, and, too. and <laughs> I think he looks for the guy like you know. Yeah, it's great. You got Dion Branch, who was 
like just a great team player, team oriented guy that was willing to sacrifice one of the MVPs of the Super Bowl. Right, he was willing to sacrifice his stats for the better of the team. And David Gibbons was the same kind of guy, right? That's great. I'm sorry, those are rarities at that position. Most of the guys at that position want theirs. Yeah, I want my yeah. touches. I, I also think, Deuce, to your point, the um, there was a time when they had a problem drafting linebackers. Time when they had problem drafting tight ends. It seems like cornerbacks, especially in the second round. It seems like these things are kind of like almost cyclical in that. Like, and I wonder if they're related. Like, are they scouting that those types I of think positions? Corner and wide receiver is definitely related for you the know? same reason I said. They look for too much. Yeah, can't just be a guy who just stays on the outside and Deion Sanders and is shuts it, him down. Like, just shuts down the guy. No, no, no. You got to play in the kicking game. You got to come up and support the run. You yeah. got to be. Fi- you got to do this. You got to do that. And I think that's why the undrafted guys have been better because they don't have the ego to say, I'm right. not doing that. Right. Right. I'm not sticking my nose in and stopping the run. Yeah. But it's one thing to have a high bar, but then there's another reason for the guys that get over that bar that don't succeed. You know, like, so I get like, you're asking a lot, but they still must have thought enough of some of these guys to take them. So then why can't the guys that they do deem good enough to take, why can't mm. they figure it out? Because it's not good enough. It's well-rounded enough. And they made me do not have the requisite skill set to actually cover the guy. Again, anecdotal. I don't know yeah. that that's true. But I just look at it and it's like, yeah, I have a guy like Duke Dawson. He does everything well, man. He, he plays on special teams. He does it. Can, can, he, can he cover Fred Kirsch in the slot? Right. Because I'm not sure he can. Before so, the knee or after the knee? So ah. if, he can't, if he can't do that, all the other stuff, like Jawan Williams has great – Great length, and, yeah. and, and he has the ability to – but if he can't cover a guy, I don't need to take him in the second round. Now, I, I'm not telling you that every single guy is like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I just wonder if the search for always looking for someone that can do a lot of different things well – Pushes them up their boards. Pushes them up the board for them, but they lack that basic quality that everybody at a position needs to have. Mm. Wide receiver, you need to be fast enough to get open. Yeah. On a consistent basis. So whether or not you can block on the edge and maybe cover a punt if I need you to is largely irrelevant if you can't get open and catch the ball, which are the things that Belichick tells me he always looks for in his receivers. And that's why I the pick of Barmore kind of sticks out to me because I feel like he is one Whoa. of a little bit of those anti-guys. Like he's a guy that can just go and get the quarterback and get upfield. And, you know, I, I, I don't know how much uh, truth there was to all, like, you know, the pre-draft concerns with him and, all, you know, all that stuff that was kind of talked about. But at least enough there to that you would think that they he wasn't checking all of those boxes, right. perhaps. Um, and they traded up to get him. So, I don't know, maybe, maybe there needs to be a little bit more of that where we saw him come in and – he can play football. He can go get the quarterback. He can make an impact instantly. And, I, and I'd and i like to say that maybe that's a sign that they're looking for, for, for more elite talent like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but my guess is that Barmore is better at other things than you think, and that's why he works. Yeah, and that's I think I, that, and that's, that should be an open door because all that stuff that was said, I don't – you know, that, that all felt like uh, – Rumors and I mean the oh. Warren Sapp stuff. And, oh no no no! I worry know, about that I was, worry about that stuff. I mean the guy. I mean he he tried he contemplating quitting. I mean I don't think that was made up. I mean that was Saban has talked about that. Um, but I'm saying just his pure ability. Yeah, what stands out to me is his ability to collapse the pocket. But I don't think he's a bad run player. 
Like I think he, I think he takes up space in, in, in the run and, and doesn't get pushed around and yeah. and does what he's supposed to do. If he couldn't do that, I don't think Bill would be interested in him, even if he's great at the other thing. Yeah, yeah. And that I think sometimes. Listen, I'm not telling you that Bill, you know, doesn't know what he's looking for, doesn't know what he's looking. I mean, obviously, he's he's going to set the the all time wins record in three years. So the guy obviously knows what he's doing. What do the Sharps know? What do the Sharps know, Freddie? Sharp, Sharp football. football analytics. Nobody knows what you're talking about. <laughs> Warren Sharp, football analytics. I don't know if you follow that. I know, yeah. I'm sure Mike does. Um, but I, I follow. It's a good follow on Twitter. I, n- I never, ever have been on the site because it would make my eyes bleed. <laughs> Plus but they it's have blocked here at work. <laughs> is it really? Probably. It's no, it's an analytics site, no, not a gambling yeah, site. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah it's it's. Okay. They have the over-under at uh, 8.7. Um, no, they, they have the set at 8.7 eight, eight, wins. Yeah. The over-under for Vegas, I believe, is 8.5. Eight and, and a half. half. That's, that makes sense. That's I right where, yeah, right where yeah. we all thought. I, yeah. I like that side. He seems to take himself very seriously, though. and that, that always Doesn't everybody who, take, who covers football take yes. themselves very seriously? Um, another thing I was listening to over <laughs> the weekend <laughs> uh, on one of Paul's shows, the producers, they had Dante Scarnecchia. Hey. I guess he's kind of a regular guest. He there. is. He's making and, and he's good. Um, but he said, you know, they were talking about the offense, and you know, he's not going to say anything bad about Joe Judge or Matt Patricia, or you know, and he says, you know, they're all going to work their tail off, and he thinks they're all good coaches. He doesn't know; he has no idea who's going to be calling the plays. Um, no idea, huh? Yeah, he has no idea. But then he he was talking about like you know some other things, and he believes you know Shaq Mason was a cap casualty, you know, and. Uh, he, hmm. he said, "If he if, I, if he was there, you know, when that happened, you know, he there would have been problems. He would have pushed <laughs> back. He oh. would have pushed back. Oh. Yeah, I think that's probably largely true. Yeah, uh, the cap casualty part. But I think if they felt like he was worth the salary, they would have found other ways to do it. Right. Somebody else would have been the cap casualty or whatever. Yeah. Do you think it's a contrast between what they did with Tooney and the franchise tag and what they did with Mason, where it seems like they were kind of willing to overpay Tooney for a year almost, and, and then un- and then get rid of the and guy, and not even, you know? I don't well, know. I I Just think same position. Yeah, I think that they. This is another one of my you know anecdotal things. I think it's a, I think they mismanaged both of them because I don't think you need to pay guards that kind of money. Like Mason made a lot of money too. He didn't get the fifteen for one year, but. He got more than Tooney. Um, they extended him. I think they were both really good players. And I think you can make an argument that Mason was one of their best players last year. So he was playing at a high level. And my point is, if playing at a high level doesn't make you worth your contract, then why are you giving the guy the contract? Because yeah. I think everybody would agree that Shaq Mason played well last year. Yeah. Yeah. So but if he's not worth the contract, then you gave him a bad contract. But when you give him a contract – isn't it really about the initial years? Is the last year really the contract? I mean, I, I don't know. I, right. I feel like when you sign a contract, especially a big long-term deal with a team, it's probably a little bit iffy I th- if I you're think getting his, it I don't think his deal. play was of the standard it was like two years ago. I think he had diminished a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, not according to the analytics sites. Okay. Now, again, don't. I don't – You <laughs> I, before you yell at me, yeah. I do not think that those analytics sites are the Bible. Yeah. I think there's plenty of things that w- I would question about those sites. But according to the PFFs of the world, he was outstanding last year. Yeah. Yep. Right? Yeah. I, you know, 
but I don't. Mike? Go, I don't. I go. no. You're right. I was just thinking it's it's always funny when it hits your sweet spot when one of the the analytics sites you don't agree with backs up your point. <laughs> so you have to. I'm very fair about it. I, I know, don't. No, I, I don't, don't pay attention to any of it. I don't either. Whether it supports my argument or not. I know. I know. I'm just looking at what I see. Yeah. All right. Well, um, what you saw was solid. I mean, Shaq Mason had a good year last year. Like that. Oh. I'm just going by the eyeball test. No. Kirsch, not convinced. Yeah. Uh, you know what I did get to see in my my uh, foggy haze yesterday a little bit? <laughs> yeah. Was what you were talking about, um, the playoff game against Buffalo. And uh, you know who did not play that well uh, that well that night anybody? on the offensive line? Uh, Justin Huron. No, Trenton Brown. Trenton, yeah. Oof. Yeah. No wonder Oof. why Paul was sick yesterday. <laughs> I made him worse. That was that actually – it might have been Sunday I saw. <laughs> it made I you know. feel it was, worse. It was a blur. Yeah, but they, they got to stop yeah. putting that thing up. That's, it's just, <laughs> Remember it's that offensive. fake spike play they tried to run at the end of the first half? Trent Brown let Jerry Hughes run around him like a turnstile. It was unreal mm. how badly he got beat on that play. <sighs> Bury the football. we got to <laughs> put that one in the, in the hole and forget about Bury it. Bury that month. <laughs> the whole month. Yeah. yeah. Uh, can I make one more one more observation? Of sure. A, Observe. A topic for the to discussion? Observe. I just thought it was interesting um, that nothing, nothing too crazy. Um, but the only position they haven't really touched at all is along the defensive line or on the edges of the defense at all. They haven't touched those positions at all. So that's where you're looking in the draft? I mean, I, I, well, yes, but I also feel but he like would be anyway. you just got run over. It, it Was this really – are we are we really going to – I mean, I guess I know and we'd be we're like, we got to get younger. And then you're like, so we're going to just really – are we really going to do it based on how bad it looked? I mean, I, I don't know. I just – I. And, and Parker isn't like a you know a team redefining kind of player, but at least you makes it feel like okay he can come in and, and maybe give you something that you didn't have last year. Yeah. And I just think I saw them get pushed around on the line of scrimmage a little bit too much last year, and and it's impossible to say that they've gotten better. And so meanwhile, everybody just wants to continue to beat the dead horse of drafting receivers when you know you might not be able to stop anybody up front or disrupt the quarterback unless guys take really huge leaps forward or you nail it in the draft. The other other one along those lines that I've seen is, you know, you signed Malcolm Butler, so cornerback is no longer. uh, And and I've heard heard a lot of people say this. Oh, my God. And I'm like, so our cornerback depth chart includes a guy who's coming out of retirement, a guy who's coming off a major injury, and Jalen Mills. That's the the cornerback depth chart. And I think people look at it and it's like, well, you know, they – they brought in Jabril Peppers. Like, okay, I mean, you can have as many safeties as you want. Who's covering the guys outside the numbers? Right. Yeah. They those those moves don't. I mean, I think that they're what they usually do, which is you put a veteran stopgap in, and then if maybe it works out, he plays, and if not, maybe we get somebody in the draft that replaces him. And you're totally right. Like, I'm you know I'm not going to sit here and be like, well, we're going to be better next year with Malcolm Butler and Terrence Mitchell and Jalen Mills as the corners. Um, but at least there's a little bit of like intrigue that maybe one of those guys might have something in the tank or might have a good season and right now it's just you you you, you and, and you know not to put anything on Carl Davis but you know you lost Carl Davis you lost a guy that you know played a little football for you last year and you know that's the only Is spot you haven't really no no he's still out there um you know and, and I know that there are still guys out there that you know could potentially move the needle a little bit I just wonder if they're done because of the comp picks until that yeah. time frame. And in fairness, and I did forget anybody. about Terrence Mitchell. Um, and, and he's another depth piece. I think Same he, kind he, of he, thing he can though, help. Right? So in like, fairness, I forgot about him. But, you know, I just – I think when you look at it and say it's 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 the same group up front along the line of scrimmage that, that we last saw in Buffalo, mm-hmm. like, you know, am I waiting for now a rookie to come yeah, in? Yeah, you know, and, when and you look that? at the – 
you know, the front on defense, was it the fact that they were being pushed around or were they just wrong? Hmm. Like, you just like out of sync and out of sync. yeah no yeah, and I, would, I think that there's something to that I would, say, right. I would say they got pushed but around i would also say that yeah. Too. yeah i don't know and it's I, gone on for three years yeah yeah, yeah I, right I, it's hard I, to forget that tennessee playoff game but it's just yeah. you know i mean i kind of where i just think setting the edge of the setting the edge of the defense is a is an important thing and i think you know matthew judon is is uh, at least an nfl player that after that i don't know who's setting the edge yeah. on the other side the game like, to me late last year was the colts game Another like, one that was on this week. It's like, uh, you know, they have a quarterback that they clearly decided, we're not going to let him throw the ball tonight. I think he threw 12 passes mm-hmm. in the game, yeah. something like that. And the whole thing is right there. It's number 28. That's the only thing they're going to do. And they couldn't stop him. I mean, they stopped him periodically, but they couldn't stop him early when the Colts built the lead, and they couldn't stop him late when the Colts ran the clock out. Yeah. When you had to, you couldn't. Like, that's, to me, getting pushed around. Yeah, so... I don't know. That was just my my thing of wondering. You know, we're spending so much time like on a receiver. That is your defense going to be really yeah. take a step back? That's the bottom year. line for me. Is whatever position they go in the first round, I I think it'd be almost impossible to say. I can't believe they took X yeah. safety. Yeah, I think that I <laughs> safety and quarterback. I mean, yeah. if they took a quarterback, yeah. I'd be like, what? Like, what are we doing? And based on the draft class, running back, tight end. You know, I think guard would be the one that that they kind of need, but that you'd be like, eh. you need to, they you need, need something they, else. Offensive line, defensive line, li- you know, just a, a pure linebacker, like a guy that might be able to play, you know, yeah. off the line linebacker. A potential you can't just call him elite anymore. corner, like a corner, who can a really cornerback, come in and, and, a wide and receiver. A I wouldn't be disappointed with any of those positions. Yeah. All right, but I agree with you. Wide receiver a little bit more down the list now. Eight five five Pats five hundred is the Ace Ticket Hotline. Web Radio at Patriots.com is the email address. All right, let's uh, let's open it up. See what everyone has to say. We'll start with Christian in L.A. What's up, Christian? Hey, you guys. Good to hear from you again. Um, Are you at LAX? <laughs> you called us. I do understand what. Yeah, you. I love LA. I do understand what everybody's saying about the defense needing to get younger and and faster. However, I think. The league has made it super difficult for a defense to be ultra-competitive uh, because of the way the way the league is built. It seems like we're going to have to be able to score more points. It's, it's more of a necessity to be able to stop teams from scoring more points. What I mean by that is it seems like we're going to have to get to a point where we say, and I'll ask the same question to you guys, our offense will have to be uh, to, to make a, a real move forward our offense has to be able to score over one. And our defense has to be able to keep teams under one. I think in one year's draft, it's more difficult to build or add to a defense to keep teams under that certain number the way the league is built as opposed to putting a couple of pieces of offensive weaponry together to be able to get up and match that sort of 30 points that it seems the league is dictating you have to be able to score to be competitive in this league. What do you guys think? Why does it all have to be done in one year? I don't think it's I, right. I don't think it's going to be done in one year. That's my point. We can't get the defense in one year's draft. You can't get the offense in one year's draft either. But why? I don't understand why we have a one-year timetable. Like, if you think that the best players are defensive players, but it's not going to give me an elite defense in year one, that shouldn't, you know, dissuade you from taking the the best players. Like, if you thought that Devin Lloyd or one of those guys is is a guy that you can draft and plug into your defense for the next eight to ten years 
but just because it doesn't mean I'm going to have a great defense in 2022. Yeah, I still I got to take them. You can pull that ripcord anytime, <laughs> Christian. I mean, I, I also too. I mean, I think along those lines this year, Saban said something to the effect of, "You can't really play defense anymore." Oh and, yeah, and, and I, they get, asked Bill I get, about I get, that, I get Christian's and he point about away that. from it a yeah. little bit. Yeah. I um, do, and I, I get that. It's harder to yeah. stop teams well, than it is to score. I see it as thirty twenty. Score thirty. Keep 20, them under twenty. Yeah. Twenty four to me is if you're over twenty four, you should win, and if you keep a team under twenty four, you should have a chance to win. I think it's closer like to thirty that. though. I, like I agree that. with you. I, the way that some of these offenses are designed now, you're going to get in a lot of shootouts. I think you need to oh, be you're scoring. You're in trouble then. Yeah. I think you, you, I think you need to be scoring yeah. a if lot you, more If you're giving up 30 points. points a game average, you're out. You're you're the worst team in the league. And you're going to need to get help to yeah. score 30. Yeah. Like you're not yeah. scoring 30 every game with, with yeah. what they have. No, I mean, no, unless Mac Jones just that's That's what you're going to have to do, I think, to keep up. I think you're going to have to score more than 24. In the, the old days, I think. Then you really think the defense is going to be bad. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't I know mean, if it's going to be bad, but I think t- just you have to keep pace. I know, but look, some at of these offenses are so good. Oh, I know. I that know. it's not necessarily that your your defense is bad. I don't yeah. think the defense is great yeah. right now, but yeah, I just think I, that other teams, if they can still push you around, the teams that get a lead and can run are going to start doing that to try to limit the time you have to hold the ball too. So it's, points are going to be at a premium. You're going to have to be able to score quickly and at will. Yeah, I just I, I don't know if they can do I, that. I mean, I just I think the offense is a little bit farther ahead of the defense right now, and I, I just I think they need. I like Barmore. I think he's a you know modern, real impact player. But after that, after him, I mean, and and I'll and I'll I'll say Duggar. I think is 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 probably trending okay and upward, and and going to be a solid NFL player. And I like Phillips too, but you know, it's just. They need a lot. I yeah. think they need a lot. I got another one that I'll tease for later in the show. I see we got a full uh, phone lines there, so we'll, we'll get to those. But someone asked this week how many blue chip players you think the Patriots currently have. Oh, yeah. And I had a hard time answering that. Not yeah. many, huh? I think Barmore can be one Barmore eventually. Was, yeah. Barmore was the one I picked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, first half Judon, but not second half. Right. I, I yeah. also said that. <laughs> right. <Wow>. right. <laughs> yeah. Only one of them red sleeves made it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's go to Eldred in North Carolina. What's up, Eldred? Hey, fellas. How y'all doing? Good. What up? Uh, Megan. Paul. Uh, don't like the trade, bro. Uh-oh. Uh, something told me Something partner. told me that you wouldn't like this trade. No, because you gave up a third to get a fifth, but you had uh, – but you had a guard, a Pro Bowl guard, and you gave a fourth. You know, to me, that's that's not good business. I'm sorry. Yeah, but you, you know, can't but comp then, that way. That you know. Yeah, okay, don't count that way. Okay, I'm not going to count that way, Paul. How about this, Paul? I didn't say I that. Said that. That was <laughs> fair. No, I said. No, the, I think the trade was perfectly the, the, fair. The Mason trade no is completely trade. separate with this, with a different team. The Patriots know? didn't give up too much, and Miami didn't give them away. I have no problem with the trade whatsoever. No problem. With the trade. No, I think it was fair value. Yeah, to me, is is uh, he just an, he's another Aguilar. I know you guys you might got a little more speed. I, a little I, more, a little I agree. Speed. I think they're very similar players. I think you made that point earlier. Yeah. And their styles are not similar, but their no, production has no. been similar. But uh, but I'm with Deuce on this. Deuce, I think he's, they're not going to get uh, they're not going to go after a receiver in the first round. I rather for them get Max Binky. I rather for them to go ahead and get one. You know, I mean, like Williams, Dotson. Or maybe an Avlake, but but then again, you know, like I said, I don't think they're gonna do it because they made this move right here. And uh, to answer your question, Deuce, 
about mm. why they can't seem to make it work, yeah. work with uh, receivers. Yeah. I think Bill thinks, like, well, if this guy number one is rated uh, first round, this guy rated the fourth, third round, he's about the same guy, about the same talent, but it's not. You're, you're a first-round draft uh, pick for a reason. And you're a fourth round draft pick for Rico, a day three guy. And I think he think he can get the same out of out of the other guy instead of getting the right one. You know, the one he hit on was Mitchell, but Mitchell stayed hurt. Yeah, Mitchell stayed hurt. But that's still you know, that's but, but classic like, them, a guy mm-hmm. with injury issues that made his value drop a yeah. little bit, and you know. Yeah, I'm here. I mean, but, uh, I I yeah. I love a lot of these Thanks, wide receivers Albert. in this class. I mean, there's. There's a lot of of intriguing guys, and and I'm I'm, I'm gonna be. But that was another one. Myself. Like, <laughs> I, I had no problem the Mitchell because you didn't trade, yeah. you didn't draft him in the first round. Yeah. Like you took a sh- like round. and Bill, a long time ago, explained that to us. Like the third round, the fourth round, like those kinds of rounds. Third round especially. That's where the value is. No, he said there are <laughs> a lot of guys that get drafted in the third round that have first round talent, but for whatever reason, a third rounders, reasons can be injuries. Character issues, uh, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So, I think Malcolm Mitchell showed you that he had the ability to play at the NFL level. Yeah. He didn't have the body to play at the NFL level, and it and it let him down. Yeah. Didn't but have the knees. You, left. you took you yeah. took a shot on him, at, you know, with a mid round pick, and there was a flash, but he couldn't do it. Yeah. I have no problem with that pick, but. It is another one of those examples of we're just a little bit smarter than everybody else, and no one's going to take this guy because he has a bad knee. We're going to take him. His knee will be okay. His knee wasn't okay. Uh, With Aaron's, Gronk, it worked. Aaron's in Flint, Michigan. What's up, Aaron? Hey. Sounds like you guys doing pretty good today. We're doing okay. Yeah. Uh, I called in to talk, get you guys' professional opinion about something, but first, can I just throw in there real quick that you guys gave Bill Belichick a lot of praise for drafting linemen. I think Dante Skarnecchia had a little bit to do with that, too. I mean, sure. there the whole time. Fair absolutely. enough. Fair enough. I was thinking that. Before. He absolutely you're, you're, deserves you're, a lot of that credit, and especially right. for a guy like Stephen Neal. Yep. Yeah. Like, Bill Belichick didn't develop Stephen Neal. Dante Skarnecchia did. Yep. Yep. Good point. Yep. All right. All right. So, this, this, this is my thing. I mean, it goes along with what people have been saying all week about us not having a blue-chip player or no standout player. And I think that it goes back to Devin McCourty and Matthew Slater last season when they touched on the practices. And I think that we just don't have enough talent either on the scout defense or the scout offense to really challenge our number one offense and number one defense that in practice, it, I mean, we're only as good as we practice against. So when we get against a real team with real talent, we look like we looked against Buffalo. That's the, now you're really in the weeds, Aaron. I mean, you're saying now that our scout team isn't up to par. Like, which team has like this outstanding scout team that you know of? Well, well, Belichick gave a lot of high praise to, for instance, this is just one example, but for um, Patrick Charm, how whenever something needed to be done or emulate a player, he's first to do it and do this. Matthew Slater was another one. If all of these free agents that we signed, you know, I, I, I know they were supposed to be good receivers, but with with uh, Mac Jones being a rookie, I just don't think he has the command to say, "Hey guys, we're going to stay after practice. We, we're going to we're going to practice these plays." John Smith, I think he'll get out of there. Uh, Al Galore, I think he got out of there. People like Hunter Henry might have stayed around. Jacoby Myers might have stayed around. Wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. What are we basing this on? 
I'm, I'm basing this on the fact that that Hunter Henry they, produced in the red zone and John O. Smith didn't, so that meant that he stayed up late at practice? No, not necessarily. I'm just saying it just didn't look like they care enough to say, okay. hey, we're going to be crisp out here. We're going to... Can it just I, be that they weren't that good? It. Well, it is a fact that John o. Smith did not take part in the offseason, and Henry did. And now this year, Smith is taking part. Yeah. And I look forward to Do you want the rest of the list of the guys that weren't at the offseason program? It's okay. Some people need it more than others. Okay. Does that mean he didn't care? I didn't say that. He did. I didn't say that. He did. Yeah. Well, yeah. Aaron he, did. Probably, yeah. I can't, yeah. yeah, I can't get in his mind. I'm just thinking, like, just what, what the product that was on the field made it look like. He didn't participate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, there we go. Yeah. I just it's it's a complicated yeah. chemistry and thanks, and Aaron. I, I believe he, I believe might I a bigger read. part of the problem be that he was dealing with injuries and was off the field for much of the summer in training camp. Mm. Yeah. And in OTAs, he had, a, ba- he had a baby too. I believe he had a child and was still like leery about some of the COVID oh, restriction issues. More about which his why child than producing yeah. for the Patriots. Like, mm. listen, no. <laughs> sometimes. Good call. <laughs> this, this, this is the part of this that that bugs me well, is <laughs> when they sign a bunch of free agents. We all say some of them will pan out, some of them won't. Mm-hmm. Then some of them pan out, some of them don't, and we're up in arms about it. Yeah. Like everybody at this time last year was like, "Yeah, they got like you know eight, ten guys that are coming in. A few of them will probably work, and a few of them probably won't." And that's exactly what happened. Yep. And now it's because well, you know, they didn't care. They didn't stay at practice like well and if you buy isn't it, it a little convenient to say that hunter henry stayed at practice and john o. smith didn't yeah yeah isn't and that a little convenient for anybody typically the guys on the on the uh on, on the scout team are, are not the starters like guys like that that he mentioned right. they're, they're guys who are third string practice squad some backups i mean it's not it, it, to it, say that they weren't practicing against like well if you believe it, this is what's scaring me because those are your guys who are starters on defense right now. As as far the the, the backups who couldn't you know yeah. give give enough challenge right. to the offense to make them better. They're, they're, those are the guys that top the death right now. Uh, let's go to Rashad in Baltimore. What's up, Rashad? Hey, what's up? What's up? Hey, hey. I will say it does it does suck not having like a like a like a superstar player on the Patriots. I did want to draft a wide receiver, but I've moved on to – I just want to get an impact player. It don't matter where it is. Mm-hmm. As long as it's somebody who can literally just come in and start. They don't even have to be great. You want a foundation piece. I'm, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. 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 yeah, They need a good young guy yeah. that could be part of their team for the next five-plus years. Yeah. Yeah. But I had a, I had a little, like a little game for y'all. Like, it's, uh, like a would-you-rather. We like games. All right, so the first one is, would you rather have Mac Jones or would you rather have the first overall pick this year? Oh, Mac Jones. Mac yeah, Jones. Yeah, Mac this Jones. Year. Even me. This, this year. year. Mac this Jones. Year. Yeah. 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 Yep. Mm. Mac Jones. Yep. Yep. Would you rather have Robert Kraft or Bill Belichick? Robert Kraft. Robert Kraft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're asking the wrong people that question. <laughs> Would you rather have your boss or yeah. the guy that you yeah, spend half your time In, in fairness, Rashad, that, that, that's not a very fair question to ask us. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. All right. There's a little uh, right, lower right-hand corner <laughs> attached to that. Would you rather have the 19-0 and season, but you had to give up the last three Super Bowls we won? Ooh. The last three? Three. 
No, no. I, t- I take the. First I give two. up yeah. the last two. I give t- up the last two. You, as long yeah, as I can no. have fourteen. Three is a lot. You would give up two. I would give up sixteen and eighteen. I wouldn't. No. I wouldn't give up fourteen. I, I, I want the. I want the, the bulk. I, yeah. I mean, I. I think six is more impressive. Yeah. Would you rather have for one game as the Patriots starting quarterback, Ryan Mallett or Jared Stidham? Ooh. Jared Stidham. One game, Ryan Mallett. I think Mallett just because it would be kind of scary to see his like errant throws going into I the think stands. I saw, I saw I saw more flashes out of Jared Stidham in training camp than I've ever saw out of Ryan Mallett. Yeah, I'd yeah, go with yet, Stidham. And yet Ryan Mallett has been able to play in the league, and Jared Stidham hasn't. Yeah, so I'll go I don't Ryan know about Mallett. play, but <laughs> he started games. For who? Stidham, Houston. For Houston, for Baltimore. Oh, I mean, what's his face can't even get in the uniform. Stidham, I'll take Stidham. He can run. Stidham had some other issues. <laughs> what were that? And the last one. Would you rather Injuries, have please. the Patriot red throwback jerseys yes. or the all blue jerseys? Oh, red. red, all the way. Red throwbacks. Depends which red ones we're talking. You about. mean the current Seven. all blue so or the picky. throwback red? Well, I don't like the eighty-five. I'd, I'd rather I take. That's I'd, what they wear all the time. I'd rather take the throwback red, but with yeah, a white helmet in the current white. logo. Oh. I like that. Fred, I like want, that. Fred wants it I like all. That. Yeah, I like the white with the Elvis on it. I, I like the seventies red with ah. the white. The white helmet. You guys with that old Elvis yeah. logo. You, you hated it when it was our nobody, logo. And nobody. Oh, no, no. No, we loved oh, no, it. I was saying the Elvis. I was saying the white helmet, but put oh, our yeah. current Elvis. That's what I like. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I like. No, I like that. Might, I like that. might speak a lot it's about a me, but I hate both logos. <laughs> I hate everybody. <laughs> All right. Thank I you. Loved I hate everybody. I loved, loved, loved the uniforms, though. The 70s. Paul was a fan of the tricorn hat that they yeah, wore Yeah, I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> Bring back the tricorn hat. At least it was that was the worst out of all. No surprise that lasted a year. Yeah. All right. Uh, web radio at patriots.com is our email address. Uh, Addison from Fresno kicks it off. I was wondering if you guys thought there could be a broader plan for the Devontae Parker trade other than he's a pretty good player and the price wasn't bad. I believe yeah. this now bolsters the wide receiver core enough to draft Jamison Williams in the first round because his absence won't be felt as much. I don't think they're going to draft Jamison Williams in the first round. I don't either. I don't really get the premise. Like, don't they still need players? Well, yeah, they do. But like that's that works great for the wide receiver position because you don't need Jamison Williams as much as you would. Right. But you still need players yeah. as yep. much as you would. Yep. I think it helps you, but, you know, to have Parker and gives you something. But well, I, I, I can just see the like, long term. You know, the long we term. need help with wide receiver. Where's that help coming from? Okay, we got a little bit from Devontae Parker. You know, but Jamison Williams is right there for us. Do we take him? Knowing that he's not going to help our wide receiving core this year, can we afford to do that? Yeah. Well, yeah, you you can. I mean, if but you think I don't he's Randy think Moss, yeah. if you think he's Randy Moss and you think he's worth the wait and you think he's a sure thing, then then yeah. If but it's like if, yeah, I mean, if it's like Gronk, would anybody be upset if he wasn't really able yeah. to go right at the start of the season? And then all of a sudden had like twenty touchdowns and yeah, yeah. right. Um, because there was a chance that Gronk wasn't going to be right. Let's face it. I mean, the guy didn't play his last year. With with the back surgeries, but our mindset was different then. It was the urgency to get that's true re- to get yeah. relevant again yeah. wasn't that's there, true. You know that's yeah. true. You were re- you were just reloading. Yeah, big big difference. You're, Sam you're in right. Toronto. Uh, question for the crew: Who misses more games this year? Isaiah Wynn, Trent Brown, Nikhil Harry, Devontae Parker, or whoever the Patriots oh. pick in the first draft? Oh. I'm going to say Harry. I think he might be missing. That all. is a He's fantastic. Be missing all, 16, all seventeen. That's a fantastic question. 
I, I don't like the premise. Yeah, I, I hate I, predicting injuries. Not surprised, guys, but I, I don't think Harry needs an injury though. No, to, he's to not going to be on least. the team. <laughs> Um, okay. Uh, yeah, let's I, I would eliminate Harry because I don't think he'll be here. But So it's Trent Brown, Isaiah Wynn, or Devontae yeah. Parker, who misses the most games. I don't like doing that because I, I hate injuries. I don't like to predict an injury. Those for are three guys that you can almost bank on will not play 17 games. Yeah. Selman has a game, but we'll probably we'll play it later. Oh. I, yeah. Is it complicated? Why do we little have to play? Okay. A little bit. It's like dice and... Uh, Tony writes in. <laughs> Dice. Tony a says. Uh, Email the spinner in. <laughs> Tony says he's hopeful about the Parker acquisition, <laughs> but he's 29, has only had one very good year, and has had an injury history. But hey, anyone who can make Harry just a camp body to discard in late August <laughs> is fine with me. Get another wide receiver early in the draft and go from there. I know everyone says you can always get a wide receiver in the middle rounds, but this year I think there is such a market for wide receivers that if the Patriots don't get one by round three, at the latest, any impact player will be gone. Well, yeah. Round three. <laughs> yes. Like, anything after that is a, is a mm. crapshoot. Flyer. Oh, oh. oh what does yeah. That mean? Oh, Take right. it a flyer. <laughs> Language of origin. What is that? Mm. Yeah, I mean, you're not you're not taking a wide receiver in the fourth, fifth round, saying well, we're going to plug him in and he's going to be he's going to be a big part of it. I'm not saying that that never happens, but, but you're not drafting right. a guy in the fifth but round. But to your point earlier, they got a happen. thing that they got to get around if they're going in the fourth round. Whatever that thing is, be it speed, be it injury history, something. At that point, there's a there's a big thing probably with them. Right. Lack of competition. Yeah, or, yeah, right. Like a, like a D three kind of a school, guy got to yeah. make a jump, but. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, I'm with the general premise of uh, there's just there's just too many good players, and, and I think it's too important a position long term, and you're just in that sweet spot now with, with Mac probably here for four more years to draft a receiver and, and have him for four. Four more years. Wow. Oh, interesting, wow. Ad, interesting admission. Yeah. Uh, Freudian Co- slip there? Colin Eugene, Oregon. I'm not thrilled with the Parker trade because he can't stay healthy, and despite being our number one wide receiver, he's not very dynamic. I feel discouraged because now it's hard for me to believe that Bill will use a draft pick from the first four rounds on a wide receiver. That would, when be, I feel that would be disappointing. That would when be I feel we should be building the receiving core of the future. And I think Mike said it perfectly earlier in the show. It's just like the reason I want a wide receiver on day two so bad is I want a guy that can get better and develop with Mac Jones. And yeah. 30, 30 year old receivers aren't going to do that. If they pan out, great. He'll help them now, but then they'll be gone. Yeah. So there's a chance that in, in 2023, you you could have no Aguilar, no Myers. I'm going to say no Parker. There's a chance. And then you're left with Kendrick Bourne, if you can you right. know, sort of extend him, uh, you know, beyond that. I think he has three. He has another year on his contract. Yep. So I, I would like to add a guy who – is going to have four years minimum yeah. on his contract to develop with Mac Jones. And, right. I, and I think that that speaks a little bit. I, I, it might have been Willie and Philly last week that kind of called Willem. in with Willem. Willem and Philly. Um, I'm sorry if I'm wrong about that, but he said something along the lines of just, you know, not having players to kind of latch onto. And, you know, these are the Patriots guys and buy a jersey of these kind of guys. And, you know, I think that's something that you could have with a receiver that, all right, he's here with Mac. I mean, it's a little bit like Terry Glenn when they got Terry Glenn and, and you felt like, all right, this is. You know, Bledsoe's guy, maybe you felt differently at that time, Paul. I know you're the Bledsoe guy, but, you know, it's just it, it felt like they got him a guy. They got him a guy. And, and I mean, and even listening to Drew's 
Pats from the past, he felt like we got a guy, you know, that this guy yeah. can help us. When? W- w- Terry, Terry, Glenn. Terry Glenn. Oh, yeah. You know, um, so, I mean, I, I don't think it's totally an app comparison. But one other thing I will say is, like, you know, Aguilar and Parker, they're outside guys. And I think that they have they have an impact on the game at certain points, no question. And they can certainly affect the offense. But I think when you look at the guys that you might look at day two of the draft that can be on the inside, that can be dynamic – that, as we were saying earlier, that can catch it and take it to the house and are, you know, a little bit more involved in the offense in terms of how they manipulate things and how they, you know, I, I just, I feel like part of the reason Aguilar didn't really shine last year is because he's kind of in that role that they put Cooks in, that they put Mitchell in to an extent where you're just kind of running goes and comebacks on the outside. And it's meant to take the top off. The, it, sometimes it's there. And we saw, you know, Mac able to hit him down the sidelines a couple times in camp and a couple times during the yeah. season. But you know, I want the high volume third down binky. And when you say when Dante Scornecchia says binky, that's what I think of. I don't think of a, Don, a Devontae Parker type being a binky. I don't think of DK Metcalf as being a binky. They're great players. They affect the offense. No question. You'd love to have them. But I think what this offense needs right now are more guys in the middle. Get open quick. Get the ball. Keep the offense on time. And if you have a guy outside that can threaten deep and, and you can connect on a couple of those, then then you're really cooking with something. Yeah, and I like the idea of moving Aguilar around a little bit more. But I also think that Mac Jones has to throw the ball to him more. Like, yeah, I think and they that's need a to good take, point. I there think were they times need to take last advantage year. I think of they, him he missed more. Him and I'm not yeah. trying to tell you that Aguilar is perfect because I think he's an average player. But I don't feel like that they – they were in position to utilize him as much as maybe they they could, and part of that was probably Josh, you know, making sure that well, it's all that, Josh's fault again. Right. Here he's, we go. He's, he's gone now, so we can make fun <laughs> of him. Um, but I think you know, you know, keeping the restrictor plate on Mac a yeah. little bit, you know, don't push it too much and well, let's think, not turn it over. I think that's what's inter- interesting too about Aguilar was just that he was kind of a slot receiver in Philadelphia. And wasn't you know? wasn't and it Aguilar on the, the bomb on the first drive of the playoff game that yes. Was yeah, high, just missed. The that pick. got picked. Yeah, like that might be one of the yep. things. Like Josh is thinking, like you know, I, he doesn't quite have it yet to do that consistently because that play was there. Yeah, yeah. And the throw was a little bit late and a little bit short. Uh, Zach and Brighton. First, I just want to give my two cents that nobody asked for on the Parker trade. <laughs> like most, I like the move, but the consistent injury history concerns me. But weirdly, I find solace in that he has at least played double-digit games in every season he's played. For the price, I'd much rather deal with Parker's injuries than, for example, OBJ's recent injuries. And no, I won't retract this if we still somehow sign Odell. (laughs) Secondly, I was hoping you each could give me your opinion on Belichick. I'm a 27-year-old, and my earliest football memory is the Colts game week three right after that Jets game. Talk about perfect timing. My grandfather babysat me a lot that year, and he lives for the Patriots, so that really launched my football interest. As far as coaching, all I know... He's the embodiment of what I make fun of. Yeah. As far as coaching, all I know (laughs) from a Patriots perspective is Belichick. Could you each tell me if there was a moment in the 2000s where you first realized Bill was consistently cut above the competition from a coaching standpoint? Was it the first Super Bowl, or did it come later? Hmm. Uh, I'm going to let you guys I think it, go first on this one. <laughs> I, I got nothing. When did you realize you, that he was a cut above the other coaches? Yeah. I think after he won three. Yeah. I think I, I mean. 96 for the, me. Yeah. What about okay. the, uh, what, 20 in a row? 21 Tom Brady's in a row? emergence for me. 21 in a row. 
something in there maybe. I mean, I guess it's the body of the work. Like anybody can win one Super Bowl. Any coach can win one Super Bowl. Yeah. After he won three and the two back to back, I started thinking, well, he's he's a pretty damn good coach now. Because I was. That's I, probably that's probably the right. I was originally three oh four. Yeah, I was originally not the not sold on the hire when I heard about it, but and, and there was, I mean, the the evidence initially was not good. The returns were not good, and then even going into the third week of the 2001 season there were some people thinking well this could be it if he doesn't have a good season right but he turned it around i'd have to say after the third super bowl uh joey in el paso i like the acquisition of parker and really do feel he'll contribute to the offense right off the bat is it feasible to get rid of Nikhil harry for a fifth or sixth or do you guys feel he isn't even worth that um I think get whatever you can get from him. Wait, what do we want to do? Oh, I want that. Get rid of Nikhil Harry for a fifth or sixth. Yeah, if, if somebody yeah. will offer I, it. I, I would drive him to the airport if someone <laughs> offered a fifth-round pick for him. Is it possible the Patriots will reevaluate both current offense and defense and try to trade players for draft capital or maybe trade player for player? What are your thoughts? I, do th- I don't think they're done um, with acquis- you know, trading, but it takes two. Yeah, they got you know. 70, 70 on the roster right now, so they got 20 roster spots. As of now, um, eight draft picks. So you know, five, six. How many? I mean, I think there will. I mean, I, I'm not sure exactly what the date is when you can start signing free agents that it doesn't affect the com- the, co- the compensatory formula. Oh, I love might those. be early oh, June. Oh, oh do I love me some comp? I, I, I think they. I think they play that game. I think that they absolutely aware of it, do. You know, they currently have seventy. You said right? Yeah. So let, yeah. let's say it's they twelve undrafted free agents. Right. If you wanted it, yeah, if it stayed the same. If it's the, everything stayed the same, that's. Kind of in but line Mike with is absolutely offer. right. They'll they'll wait till I, I think it's in May. I want to say May. Yeah. Um, there's a date that you sign even a guy who's an unrestricted free agent, mm-hmm. not a street free agent. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't count. He no longer counts to that. Yeah. And and all pretty much all of the the deals that they've signed guys to don't count to the package, and that's intentional as well. And yeah. It's also why you know have enough good players, but that's another yeah. argument. <laughs> Uh, Bill in Vista, California, with the Parker trade, where do you guys want to go with the number 21 pick? Trade down for more picks or get a defensive playmaker? I personally would love to pick up Jamison now, if available, and let him redshirt most of the year, especially with how the wide receiver group is looking come 2023. (laughs) Thanks, crew. And rip Estelle, R.I.P., Estelle, a.k.a. George's mom from Seinfeld. That's right. She, oh, she, really? she just died? Really? Yeah. She did. Yeah. Oh, didn't hear about that. Treating yeah. his body like an amusement <laughs> Amusement pie! <laughs> <laughs> um, I want the defensive player. Oh, man, everybody's obsessed with Jamison Williams, and, and, and I can't help but go into Mike that Mike doesn't place. like him because he didn't like the cut <laughs> of his chip. <laughs> I didn't. How many times has that happened but, over the years? You know, Mike, I'm not <laughs> making no, no, fun no, of you. I, I, can't, I have a, a I litany of guys that I crossed off my board because I didn't like the way they looked. I sounded. And But then you get push further into that position when every call it's like I mean we're gonna get James we gotta get James and like I just and, and it's funny because then you go in and you're like I you know I'm trying to really be thorough this year and look at everybody a couple times and you know am I being stupid and I'm like he's a very good player um but I don't think he's Randy Moss and people are like I mean he's the if he wasn't hurt he'd be going in the top five I'm like really like there's a lot of guys that that I like that top are ten. I don't know about top five, but there's a but lot it's also of also a bad draft class. It, it mm. is, and I mean, you know, like a guy like Christian Watson, who you know, a little bigger size, like you know, just and I, and I know you kind of get to the point where all right, you got to get the really talented guys up at the top, and you know, a comp that's an early day two pick might not be the same guy, but 
I don't know. I just, for, for me, I, I think they're in a different place right now. I think where he's going to go does not match up what they need. And, and I'm not completely sold that, that he's the next superstar of the league, N- no questions asked. I have a question for you that was sparked by a couple of emails ago. Yeah. Who do you think will play more games in 2022, Devontae Parker or Odell Beckham? Parker. Parker. I mean, yeah. I'd probably say Parker just because he's tore it like two to right. three months before. Right. You know? And they need one. him, and they need him. Look at Paul. No, he's just. I, I don't know what you're getting at. No, I just. I I think they probably will end up playing around the same amount of games, just judging by history. That's a wise. It's a wise guy question. No, because he had said if oh, they see. signed Odell Beckham, I'm, I know I'm not going to retract it. Right. I think there's probably a better chance that they play roughly the same amount of games. I don't. I'd pencil them in for ten or eleven games each, because yeah, that's what they generally. I do. I don't think Beckham's going to be available till November. November. Yeah. Okay. We'll see where he ends up. I mean, I also, I mean, like, the funny part of it is, like, well, Parker comes back and then he's out again. Like, that, you know, that part of it. Like, you're assuming that they both come back and they both play all the games. No, but, I'm assuming Parker you know, never plays the games. That's never. all I'm doing. I don't know what, he's, what his current situation is right now. Yeah. But, I'm saying he's he doesn't play in the games. But Like, throughout his career, he doesn't play. But if he's able to, I think the Patriots need need him to oh, play. Oh, absolutely. And, that, you know, and yeah. so, Beckham, there's still some where, – where's he going to go? Our, our medical trainer. Oh no! I'm if if he doesn't sign with anybody and doesn't play, that's oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, no, I know. That, that's a different story. Yeah. I'm assuming he's going to sign with somebody. Right. Hmm. Assuming he's on a team. Yeah, yeah. Oka writes I'd in. I take him. So I've heard people ask, "Would you trade Mac for Trevor?" It got me thinking. Try to answer this as truthfully as you can. Would you have traded Peyton for Tom straight up after the '02 season, and would you have traded Tom for Peyton after the '06 season? Again. Thanks for all that you do, and if you get a chance to watch the Lakers show on HBO, it's a good watch. Oh, I have watched the Lakers show, although I haven't seen the most recent episode. Is it good? Uh, It's okay. Yeah. I think it takes too many liberties with the truth. Would have been better with Will Ferrell. (laughs) Yes. Um, So the question. Thanks, guy. Would you trade Peyton Manning straight up for Tom Brady after the 02 or the 06 season? I would definitely have done it after the 02 season. 06 would have been a much tougher yeah. one but i think you can make an argument yes i i wonder how many super bowls bill might have been able to win with peyton manning yeah yeah i i, I wouldn't have done it after 06 oh two i don't yeah. I, I, I just be doing it retroactively because i don't feel like i was that invested in tom brady at the end of the oh two season to to really have a feeling about it at that point i'm just trying to be honest with myself after they won the super bowl in oh one I still wasn't convinced that Brady was great. I have to be. Yeah. I have to be honest. Like that's. I mean, I'm not telling you I thought he sucked because I never thought he sucked. And you were convinced that Manning was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you know. that he was going to be great. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I also just always hated Peyton Manning's look. Yeah. <laughs> so I, no. always, I thought Brady. <laughs> He's always right been the Is just the yeah. perfect looking quarterback. Do you know what is? Right? Yeah. No, no. Needle arm. N- noodle arm. Noodle, noodle arm. arm. Penis head. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, the PH. Yes. <laughs> Naf. Yep. Yes. We're very cerebral. <laughs> mm-hmm. Naf. Fat. You know, pretty hot and tempting. Fat. <laughs> all right. All right. We're going to take a quick break. Um, eat so much. And then we'll get back to more calls and emails after this. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. 
Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. The ruling on the field stands. We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx Delivery. Game Day Spirit. What we deliver by delivering. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. But it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith. A belief in what you're striving toward. And a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. We are patriots, and our standards are a little different. We don't just carry the hopes of a city, but the hopes of an entire region. For us, no uphill battle is ever too high to climb, and our favorite ring is the next one. Our job isn't done until the final down is played. And everyone knows we gave it our all. We the fans march forward with the power to do what it takes. Just like we've done time and time again. We are the home field advantage. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the New England Patriots and stand with them as they defy the odds. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla's speed test intelligence data Q2 2020. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning, and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. 
Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. The ruling on the field stands. We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. But it takes a big step to get there. In fact... It takes a leap of faith, a belief in what you're striving toward, and a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. We are patriots, and our standards are a little different. We don't just carry the hopes of a city, but the hopes of an entire region. For us, no uphill battle is ever too high to climb. And our favorite ring is the next one. Our job isn't done until the final down is played. And everyone knows we gave it our all. We the fans march forward with the power to do what it takes. Just like we've done time and time again. We are the home field advantage. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the New England Patriots and stand with them as they defy the odds. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G ultra-wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence data Q2 2020. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. 
there's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. And now, great moments in history. Who did our lads have? Mac Heron? Yeah, they don't do the proper research either. I like how Paul says our lads. <laughs> well, what is it called? It's called our lads. Our lads, not our lads. I thought it was our lads. Our our, 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 is one syllable. Own. Own. <laughs> no, it's our. No, it's not our. Our. It's our. our. Like yours, mine, and our. 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 Yes. Oh my God. Yours, mine, and ours. Yes. This, this is the kind of nonsense we're going to use. It's our lads. How do you say A-R-E? Correct. How do you say A-R-E? R. That you say R. R. It's the R. same. Oh, you are. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Oh, you are. It's not our. No, it's not. Look it up in the dictionary. Yes, it <laughs> it's not two syllables. Well, you've been... R is no, not no, two no. syllables. R and R are not the same thing. R like and O-R-E. It's pronounced R. It's not our. My God. That's another great moment from all right, welcome back to Patriots Unfiltered. Those are some of the things you can look forward to on day one of the draft. <laughs> so I will say this. this: What I like most about the little uh, recaps that Matt does is I always hear something that I don't really remember at the time. Yeah. And this time it was Deuce in the background. <laughs> Owned. <laughs> Owned. It was all for your pleasure. Do, and and no, one ever heard it. no one ever heard it. And, I'm the, and every time I hear that clip now, I'm like, oh, I'm such an idiot just making that joke over and over again. And like, uh, finally, oh, after, like the third I time totally, falls, like, oh, no, I got it. I got it. it. I got it. <laughs> Owns. All right. So, like, time time of day, like, second, minute, hour. Oh. Is the H in that word silent? It is. Hmm. They all sound the same to me. Yeah. That's that's the that's how you – that's hour. the difference. Hour. You are correct, Mike. Hour. To most of us, they – Is it our do. house or our house? Our, our house. house. No, it isn't yes, our it is. house. In the middle yes, of the street. A- Eric, you, you know what a dictionary is. You just compl- – Look it up. You just completely butchered the name how of many, a town in Massachusetts okay. on a call earlier this morning syllables? that you should easily know. Look it up, Eric. Gloucester. Don't take my – I live in Gloucester, Eric, Mass. Eric, don't take my word for it. Gloucester. Eric, do not take my word for it. I don't. Look I it don't up. take your word for anything. Look it up. How many syllables does O-U-R have? Look it up. I don't have a dictionary in front of me. 
Uh, have one know, upstairs. We you don't have thing, one printed out? We have this thing called the internet. You know, <laughs> Look it up. Don't take my word for it. Matt, go ahead. Look it up. How many syllables in the word O-U-R? And what are you saying? One? One. One. Yeah. He's Ow. saying that the Ow. word A-R-E and O-U-R are pronounced exactly the same. R. Our. One. <laughs> One. There you go. And there it is. Our. Paul? And there it is. Paul? He's trying to, he's trying he's trying to do technology to, right now. <laughs> Our. Our. Who, who's saying Our. that? Somebody from China? That's the dictionary. <laughs> the dictionary pronunciation uh, I, you, key. You told me to look it up. I looked it up in the dictionary, and it has the pronunciation. How many syllables? Our. Our. He just said one. Well, I just, I'm just playing. Are you li- I'm not listening to the pronunciation? How, let me see that. Our. Let, let me see it. Hold on. <laughs> so Fred's picking up the phone now. It, it has the uh, little looking. one syllable. It has the little pronunciation it's guide. One syllable. How you pronounce it? Did our. you hear how it was pronounced? It's one. I syllable. don't care how many syllables it is. It's pronounced our. Yeah, our. It is not our. I can't believe we're still arguing this. My God, it's just, it's just never has somebody just, been so wrong I mean, about, about a topic than he is. The about dictionary's this. wrong. No, the dictionary's not wrong. Our. Did you hear how she pronounced One it? One syllable. It, it has the pronunciation right here. I clicked on it several times. Well, she says our. I don't care about her. I care yeah. about what the dictionary says. That, that's uh, the dictionary. That was the dictionary. No. It's more of a robot, really. The yeah, it's a robot. Now. Exactly. Oh my God. Anyway. Where's Andy? When you, oh, by the way, I put out the call if, if he's available day one of the draft. I wanted to respond to that with the eyeballs, but I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> so if he's available, we'll take yeah, him. Yeah, do you think? I don't know. Why do we want him? Uh, Just out of curiosity. Oh, it's like I mean, everybody wants him. Oh, do you love the sitcoms when they bring old characters back? Absolutely. And, you know, they're often new How about things? if we have him for day two of the draft? Or day three. No, day two, <laughs> and that's the day I don't come. Oh. <laughs> I have a thing that night. What? I'll be yeah. here. Uh, David Wisconsin writes in, I apologize if this was brought up already. Do you think Bill was comfortable trading a third-round pick for next season because he'll receive a third-round compensatory pick for the Jackson signing? That's the narrative. Really a fourth-round. Assuming the Patriots do get that third-round comp pick. Yeah, I mean. I do. I think I think it all feeds into what they do. I think sure. that they have it all lined up, and, 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 and I'm not saying that they're not giving up anything because they'd have three, right. but, I, but I think it's part of their so what they it, do. It's how it, they operate. If it was a third round pick this year, they wouldn't have done it? I, I, probably I hope not. not. I would say no. I hope not. I would say no. Yeah. I just. The I mean, I, there's no answer to the question because I don't know what's in Bill's yeah. mind. Obviously, I don't think they. Give I can't up imagine a, that the de- the determining factor whether or not the trade was made was no, no, no. It's a third rounder in 23. No, I think I we think, have a comp pick next year. No, yeah. not because of the comp pick, but I think they want more picks this year. Yeah, so I, I don't think, think they I give think up they, a third this year. I think they do want more picks this year, and I think that's probably why they asked. They asked for the fifth they, rounder. It probably went down. They're like. D- do you mind? Yeah, can, can you yeah, throw in a fifth? I think if Miami insisted that the third rounder had to be this year, I think the Patriots would have said no. What if it was a fourth rounder this year? Maybe. Because that's the way it works, right? Well, but it's still a pick this year. Mm-hmm. It's still a pick this year. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, think they want to give up yeah. picks this year. I don't think they wanted to either, but I don't think that would have been a, a deal breaker. That's well, all. I don't you know. don't think the player, the veteran player, was would be more important? than? So the you think rounder? Miami fleeced the Patriots? No, by no means. I think it was a good trade for both teams. I think teams, it was a like good trade. Said. Yeah, I, I think it was a good trade for both sides. I do too. Yes, like, we all do. I think they were probably trying to work out 
a number of probably different deals, and I think this was one of the parameters that they wanted to try to stick to, you know, and this was one of the deals that that worked out. Like this is but. a guy that wasn't factoring into what Miami was doing this year, who's been on the trading block for two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, listen, like they, they did. They the best have Tyreek Hill now, you know. Well, among other things. Yeah, I mean they they're loaded. They had to get rid of somebody. Do, uh, do you think I'd love to talk to somebody from Miami to see if there was any kind of impression of how Devonte Parker meshed with Tua and what Tua does well versus I can, I can give you Fitzpatrick. Uh, uh, I know the numbers. I could give I you a string of emails by mm-hmm. a psychotic Miami fan. Oh, who emails me all the time? Yeah. Uh, he could not hate Devontae Parker enough huh. and had nothing to do with Tua at all, although he thinks Tua's trash. Wow. He's kind of one of those. Sounds <clears> like a Patriots <throat> fan. Yeah, he's kind of <laughs> one of those negative fans. But <laughs> I can, you know, I'll give you a, you can read. Uh, David also email, says, had the Patriots not made the playoffs this past season, would that have made them eligible for hard knocks in 2022? I, I think it might oh, have. Oh, because you have to have missed the playoffs for I think that's one of the criteria. Two two, two seasons, two seasons in, a row, in a row, something I think. like that. Yeah. Who yeah. is it this year? Who did they pick? Detroit. Oh right, right. Yeah. That'd probably be good with uh Dan Campbell. Oh yeah. He'll be he'll, How many he'll be times a has Goff been on it? At least uh, he was on with the Rams the, and now he'll be on yeah, Detroit. This will be the second time. Didn't the Rams do twice? I don't think Am I so. Am I I don't know. I think so. The Cowboys have done it more than once. I think I said it before. There was one thing on uh on Jared Goff on Hard Knocks, where uh, he wasn't sure what side, what what direction the sun came up, east or west, like, and he couldn't quite figure it out, and, and like it was like a, just kind of a throwaway conversation that they were having Are I you think, on a plane, and he didn't know. Uh, yeah, that kind of that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I'm like, man, how do you? I guess you just got to be. I'm a quarterback. That's all I really have to do. Um, you know, that's my life. I don't really have to pay attention the, to things like that. But he didn't know that. Rise in the I east, can't believe that's that. in the west. That, I that was he serious? That, I, he seems serious. He doesn't seem like a, a, a kind of joker guy that is trying to like, seem like a make you laugh. Yeah. Uh, Bill in D.C. Paul said he thought OBJ and Parker would play about the same number of games this coming season. The actual stats say no. Parker has played almost 86% of his games over the course of his career. OBJ has played 74%. If you want to bet who plays the most games, it's not even close. By that, the way, that's not close. By the way, Devontae Adams has played in a little over eighty-nine percent of his games, just a few percentage points better than Parker, and I don't see anyone calling him questionable because of potential injuries. That sounds really high. He's paid it's that much because it's, it's wrong. <laughs> oh, oh, and, and I will find out right now. <laughs> thumbs are furiously did typing. Did he play away. like eight games last year? Like, I mean, I don't know. Who? Paul's which on Parker? It. Paul's on it. Yeah, he'll find it. Devontae Adams has never played less than double-digit games in his career. Ever. 16 games, 13 games, 16 games, 14 games, 15 games, 12 games, 14 games, 16 games. I like that. Who's like that? that? That's Devontae Adams. Adams. That's Adams. Yeah. Do another Devontae. <laughs> A lot of Devontae. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what is the average win velocity of a Devontae? <laughs> um... So that's that's he's looking up at the yeah. other one now. But that's that? you know like Devontae Parker. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, formatting issues. Okay. Has played in fourteen games, fifteen games, thirteen games, eleven games, sixteen once, fourteen, and then ten. So yeah. he's always he's always missed games, and then games like 
game started, it's even more. So, like, you look at it. Well, wow, that's not fair. No, it, it, it is fair. Game for, started? Yeah, four games, eight games, seven games, no, eight games. That means there was games that he played in that he wasn't healthy enough to play. Not necessarily. Yes, it does. Not well, no. It could. He's the first round pick, could, Fred. I know. Yeah, but, but I, I, I know what you're saying too, Fred. Like, there's a lot of times like Brandon Bolden is the starting running back. He goes yeah. in for a play, and like, that's not the same thing. That's. Not I mean, the you same get credit thing. for a start if you're on the but field. But it's not the same thing when it, that happened. Maybe once in in Brandon Bolden. No, but career. you come out like a two tight end set with running. You know, like yeah. So you're taking your best and then, receiver and then, off the and field, then, and then and then the second. Play, he's he goes in. The field. in. So you're right. telling me a, su- a significant amount of time Devontae Parker just didn't play the first play of the game. It could happen. A significant Some amount of, of time. It. Some of it. That yeah. maybe happened once. Oh, come on. I'm telling you, a <laughs> oh, guy with on. that injury history oh, come on. <laughs> is not starting four out of 16 games because they went with a three tight end package on the first play of the game. I don't and he really played 95% of the snaps. I don't know. It happens here quite The guy's got an injury players. problem. I mean, let's I mean he it does is what have it an is. injury problem. And so does OBJ, by the way. I'm not suggesting OBJ is a, an Iron Man. But, I mean, 70-something percent to 80-something percent? Come on. That's a huge difference? I think stats, well, though. They, they, both miss, starts. they both miss a lot of games. Starts can one be misleading. Misses, one misses a little over 7 out of 10 games. And, and, one the other, eight. and the other misses a little over I mean, 8 six, I'm out sorry. of 10 games. And they're both coming off injuries. It's a yeah. worthwhile debate. I asked you this off the year. What injury is Parker coming off? Oh, sorry, no injury. I thought he had. I'm a, wondering. Like, I, I don't. He I haven't heard of anything. I think we would have known by now. A lot now, of ankles, right? and it seemed like ankles and hamstrings were were kind of his. Yeah. the things that. But I, I, I know he missed. The OBJ is currently dealing year. with a blown out knee. Right. He tore his yeah. ACL he tore in, the the in the Super Bowl. Right. And Parker. I, I, my my only reason thinking that Parker will play more is just because of the two of the injury that OBJ has. Oh, right. yeah. And that, the recency like, I just don't think he's going to be available for That's exactly. the, the logical right. The logical answer is I know that OBJ is going right. to miss a couple of games right. But minimum. Paul has a wise guy answer. That's no. why I called it a wise guy answer. I, I, I just don't think that Parker will, will hold up. Yeah. And I'll I, tell you I, a, I, a few other things about him. He's not a deep threat. He can't run. And he's a contested catch guy. But that's, it was a I good mean, move for the Patriots. <laughs> because they don't have anything. That's why it's a good move for the Patriots. Yeah. If they had a good wide receiver. Sounds to me like they still don't, according to you. See, Miami had a wide receiver core, and they decided it wasn't good enough and got rid of that guy and got Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill. Right. The guys they have and are better. Wilson. Yeah. So they now have guys that are better than him. Right. You didn't have that, right. so you had to acquire that guy. Right, good move. So it is a good move for the Patriots. Yeah. Because now you have a guy that's better than what you had. Right. Just might not be as good a move as it's not Miami's like, I don't that I don't think that's a hard thing to differentiate. I think it is a good move for the Patriots. I said this to Deuce on Saturday. We were... You know, I was trying to celebrate my anniversary. But right. Like, Paul, Paul, I don't care. <laughs> I had I had to pump the brakes on the, on the anniversary nonsense. But, but yes, all due respect to anniversaries. All due respect to Lane. I mean, we have to go out and get a nice steak while this trade's being made. But, you know, he's a deep threat who can't get open, who's always hurt. So He's not a deep threat. This is what I'm saying. You missed the whole point. People, th- that's another, that good. That that's another good. misperception. He's not a deep threat. I, that's, I know that's what Jesus said. He was igniting a fire. Right. That was good. That was... That was good. That was really Anymore, good. he was. <laughs> he was. <Wow>. Turned into <laughs> Christopher Walken. Brown eggs are fresh. <laughs> fresh. Um, <laughs> let's Brown see. Eggs. Local sorry. eggs. Sean from Georgia. Local Question for fresh. Mike. Oh, no. Question for Mike. When you speak of the offensive needs and how it should function, are you still envisioning Brady's offense for Mac Jones? 
Intermediate passes may not necessarily be his strong points. Just sounds like you're wanting a Brady offensive style. Embrace the new Mike. It's exciting, remember? What? Well, so what? what is Mac Jones' strength then? Accuracy. Right. Yeah. I agree. So he can't throw intermediate passes? No, he can. No, I mean, get the ball out quick. I mean, I think that's that's the philosophy of the Patriots offense. I mean, I you know, I think that's what, you know, I don't think the offense was Brady like and they're like, "Oh, here's what we do." You know, I think they had a philosophy that they've stuck to. I just think it's the it's the quick open get the ball out, move it, run when you have to, play action. That those are the things that, you know, the shots that they take to the, you know, to the X with Brandon Cooks, play action, uh, you know, pass interferences, those kind of things, but I, I'm not sure what you mean. I'm not sure what you mean. What do you? What do you? What, we have to redefine. We have to create a whole new offense now uh, around Mac Jones for what? Like I think he's played his strengths. Get the ball into guys' hands that can make plays with it. You know, I don't think they have a lot of those guys right now. I like some of the what Kendrick Bourne did, but yeah, you know, to Paul's point, I don't, I don't think Devontae Parker is going to be a hundred catch guy here in any sense of the equation. You know. I, at his best, he's uh, 50, 50 catches. You know, he's a field stretcher, those kind of things. So, I don't know. I look at I look at the offense similar. I don't think I'd look at it that much different if you were if you were somewhere else, unless you've got like Tua and you're talking about RPO heavy offenses, or you know, then you're really getting into something completely different. But I just think that who who doesn't look at Mac Jones and see some similarities in what how they kind of play the game to what Tom did. Uh, still in Seattle in two thousand nineteen, we could have had Debo Samuel. A.J. Brown or D.K. Metcalf, any two of the three, on the same team, but instead we went Jawan Williams and possibly the worst wide receiver of the top wide receivers drafted. So I feel Bill is just not capable of figuring the position for whatever reason. He had the guys there and chose the wrong player. Now we have a quarterback that has to be carried by elite talent in order to get the most out of his ability. Bill knows more about football than me. Fact. But does he know that his quarterback needs top end talent to be effective? I, I mean that's t- I mean because they, they went out and got a lot of top as much top end talent as they could last off season. Yeah, but that was before they got the guy, so yeah. it's hard to. It's a, I mean, it's but they also well. I, I think they did what they could. Yeah. Like, I don't think they got top-end talent. No, but that's right. As much as they the, could. The other part is, you know, and I, I this is going to sound like I'm kind of waffling, which I hate to do. You mm. guys know I like to take a stand. Yeah. Like pancakes, not waffles. <laughs> but. I'll take either one. On one hand, it's like, you got to get you got to get him some weapons. You got to get Mac Jones some weapons. Mm. Well, is he any good? Like, do we have to have a standout player at every position in order yeah. for him to be good? Right. Now he's because the weak link. I, I saw Tom Brady get by with yeah. similar cast of characters as this. Shoemakers, I think. And dominate. What did you call And that? absolutely dominate. Now, I'm not suggesting that Mac Jones should be Tom Brady. That's not fair at all. But, yeah, I think that they could use more talent at the receiver positions. But I also think Mac Jones has to do more to take advantage. We talked about Aguilar earlier. Um, I think Aguilar is an NFL player. I think like Parker. These two guys should help him. Yeah. But he's got to be able to get the ball to them. If they don't pan out, I don't want it to be like, these guys are busts. They've got to get Max some help. Right. I, I hate that point of view of like, you're great, you got a starting quarterback that you're saddled with now and you have to somehow make it work with him. Like, it just, you know, and I, and I said earlier on purpose, like, I think he's the quarterback for the next four years. I'm not, you know, I'm not convinced that he's here for the next decade yet. But I also 
feel like I'm not putting him in a box that he's the same guy that walked out last spring. Like he has to be better. He has to improve. And I, I think if you're coming going into his third or fourth season thinking, well, he can't do it alone, then then he's not the guy. Like he has to be able to do something. He has to be able to, you know, uh, get defenses on their heels in a way that we we saw very limited last year. But you know, which was still impressive for a rookie to do. But he was a rookie. I, I, I just, I haven't, I haven't bought in either way that he's stuck and going to be what he is forever, or that he's right. the savior. And I think these next two years are, are what it's all about. And you want to give him as much chance for success as you can. You want to give him pieces that, you know, he can instantly have a connection with. I know that's why a lot of the Alabama guys like like Mechie that is appealing. Um, but you know, it's it's just, you got to give him some room. I don't think you can judge him. And, and I, I just don't like the thought of like. Great, we got the guy, but but too bad he stinks, and he's going to need like seven superstars around him to be able to be good. Like, right? I have higher hopes for I that. I hope that's not the case. Yeah. Um, Burton Burton Island says now I've heard it all. Lady Gaga should get an Academy Award because Fred Kirsch didn't know it was Lady Gaga. <laughs> that, that was a good one. Last week. <laughs> when you put it like that, she was unrecognizable. <laughs> it didn't even look like her hair. So, so give the Oscar to the makeup artist. <laughs> no, you know what I mean. No, not really. <laughs> she was immersed in the in the character. I didn't realize it was her. Yeah. What's uh? Oh, what? What do you got? Philip Seymour what? Hoffman. He was yeah. a good one. Where yeah. yeah, he's the same guy, but it just it rolled. Brought something kind of different to it that just right. It, it never took me out of it. But he was never he Oscar was worthy because I always knew it was Philip Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> 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 he's mad now. Fred has that he's mad now. Do and I do and I know? We know. We know. I mean, I was in the biz. These, so, these rubes over here. <laughs> no, what Deuce just said I mean, made uh, made perfect Eric, sense. With your experience on the stage, I would assume you would you would know what I'm talking about. I do know what you're talking about. Yeah. You, but I'm I was just surprised that you you went in watching a movie and didn't know who the main characters were. I did. Oh, not. I do that all the time. I did really not. all the time. No, it was like my wife said, "Oh, let's watch this movie," and I was like, "All right." Oh, you hadn't heard about it before. No. Right. Oh, no, okay. No, oh. No. But I go, I watch a movie all the time, and I don't realize who the actors are sometimes. Yeah. And, you know, and then I sometimes I'll look at the info on, yeah. on the TV. I'll you, figure out let who me it ask is. You this. Did you recognize De Niro? Oh, absolutely. Because he looked, a, he looked a little bit different too. He's, he's, he's fat putting, and old he's, now. I yeah. Mean, well, but just, it's De Niro. It was just yeah. the part, like yeah. you would. I understand what your point is. And about Adam, and the other one, the Adam Driver. Adam, you know, yeah. it's Adam Driver, right? <laughs> <laughs> People can't see you, Fred. Fred is what you're doing. Um, prominent schnoz. <laughs> but but yeah, I, 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 I can, get your I point about someone. Sometimes relate. they can do such a good job with the character, and it's it's a different thing than you're used to seeing. That, yes. and that's what I think Mike's point about Philip Seymour Hoffman is. Yeah. You see him yeah. as what's his face, and they uh, call it range. Boogie Nights, Boogie Nights. Uh, Scotty, yeah. right? Right, 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 dude. Scotty. I mean, yeah. they like, call it range. <laughs> how different was he in that than you know? Oh yeah, thousands of. What did you What did you think of the accent that Jared Leto? put on for the the Italian accent Jared Leto which one he played he? he played the the cousin Paul, Paulie oh yeah so he must it seemed like it was really like over the top done yeah I, now, I don't know if that's really, really how the guy Oscar. Fred still didn't know which one Jared Leto was <laughs> yeah, I, I if you showed me him now out of character I wouldn't know who he is I don't know who Jared Leto is oh really yeah the Joker in the Suicide Squad <laughs> Oh, oh, I get it now. He doesn't. Guy, well, now that's not like I would know who he, right. what he looks like from that. I do know that character. Yeah. He normally look. He has like long dark hair that's kind of like 
Yeah, I don't know from him. I know the name, but I I don't know what he looks like. That's because he's one of those actors that that makes himself look completely different in a lot of of roles. So he has range. Right. Yeah. You know who he was? He was um, in Fight Club, the guy that they just absolutely beat the living hell out of in one of the fights and just pounded his face into oblivion. Okay. Oh, was he in Fight Club? Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. You might not recognize him. I did not recognize him (laughs) after they punched him into oblivion. Yeah, but we're not going to talk about There's another lost Oscar. Uh, let's go another snub, you mean? Yeah, snub. snub. Yes, yes. You're correct. Um, let's go back to the phones, 855-PASS-500, Ace Ticket Hotline. Ben's in Pittsfield. What's up, Ben? What's up, guys? Hey. Hey, Ben. Um, How you been? Give me one second. Oh, never been better, my man. <laughs> um, just one thing, one thought I have um, after the Devonta Parker standing. Um, I know everyone's saying, like, um, oh, like they're not going to get a receiver in the first round anymore, this, that. I think this could be like an indicator that they will. Like, why, how, like this could kind of, I mean, like you guys are just saying, like Devonta Parker's nowhere, like he's not, a, he's good, like he's better than what we have, but he's not like, he's not a Jamar Chase. He's not going to bring the energy we want. But with him on the roster now, why can't we, if he's there, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if they pick a, a a wide receiver. I I would rather have a defensive player at this point, but yeah. I'm not yeah. going to be surprised with almost anything they they do. Uh, they, they I've just heard a lot that. of people rule out like the wide receiver 100 percent now, but I think like if if they were to draft like even John Mechie or Jameson Williams, it's like now they have kind of a safety net to you know let them stick. It's not as a ru- much of a rush to get them on yeah. the field. Yeah, what I agree and with like, Ben on is I don't think Parker is going to have a huge impact on yeah the pick right no I, I still feel the same but i'd like get a day two guy i felt like that before they got him i, I feel too. like this now um I, I just if they don't if they don't get a receiver i'll be i'll be i'll be disappointed You'd be hurt yeah, and, 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 and any and any of them i mean and there are certain ones that i like more than others and you know all that but i'm not gonna look a gift receiver in the mouth thanks ben appreciate the call uh let's move to oregon where brandon's calling in from what's up brandon Hey, what's up, guys? How y'all doing today? Good. All right. Hey. Yeah, man. Hey, um, you guys might have already touched on this. I know you're just talking about receivers, but I was wondering, out of the current guys on the roster, um, with a Parker pickup, do you think that pushes somebody out? Like, do you guys think Harry's, Harry's days might be a little numbered now at this point? I, I thought they were even before they got Parker. but Yeah, probably. Yeah. That's another one. I don't think the Parker has anything to do with the draft, and yeah. I don't think Parker yeah. has a lot to do with Harry. I think they, they're ready to move on. Gotcha, gotcha. And uh, I kind of talked about this the last time I called in, but do you guys think that there is um, any chance? Like, what do you guys think is most likely, that we move down, move up, or stay right where we're at at 21? Most likely? Move down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I think I would say move down, but, I mean, I also think there's always an argument to be made to stay put and get an impact, talented guy that, you know, when you get lower down, there's – more and more questions, but I, I would just say messing around with mock drafts and stuff like that, the ones I feel best about are when I have three day two picks and, and I feel like I check the most boxes then. I think they need a lot. Um, and, and I'd love to, you know, they picked up another pick with Parker and I think that they have some ability to move around the board a little bit. I just hope they're, you know, a nice mix of strategic and, and not moving all over the place just to move all over the place, but um, but filling needs and getting and getting talent that, that you look at and you say, this is a guy who could come in and, and do something in a position in need right away. Thanks, Brandon. Appreciate the call. Careful backing up there. 
Um, no ducks. <clears throat> Aaron is in Chicago. He says, "Am I the only one annoyed by Judon's new position, recruiting assistant? Yeah, we haven't. Hit you are on, not. We haven't hit on anyone noticeable this <laughs> off season, <laughs> and I feel it's not a good look yep. when he's campaigning for anybody and everybody on the market, yep. and then they don't come here. Have the Patriots lost their aura to attract notable free agents, or is it just an issue with where they are financially? I, I, I at first I thought it was funny." But then he kept it kind of going, and then it started to get bad because they weren't signing anybody. Start to get sad, you know. And then it, and then it's like, all right, you don't, you know, like we're kind of past the part now where it's exciting for people, like yeah. these guys. Right. It's it's we're kind of at a point now where, you know, and it and it's just there's no way to him to be like Terrence Mitchell. Like no offense to Terrence Mitchell, but like he's you know recruiting. Yeah. I would agree with Mike in that you know the, the first one or two was kind of funny, but more so than the fact that they haven't signed any of the guys. Like, to me, it's almost like it's not a good look to have a player in your team wanting everybody. Yeah. Like, what is he saying about what you have? Yeah. That's, that's like, where I was. I need some help. These yeah. guys around aren't that. good enough. Mm. I need some help. And I know that's probably not what he's saying, but I think but that's it how it can come that off. Way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So, like, 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 like Mike said, like, one or two. Okay. That's, mm. that's kind of funny. Since then, it's been virtually everybody. Like, back at it today. Back at my computer trying to recruit. Yeah. Like, you know, and Not too much. Yeah, and it, and I think it's compounded by the fact that they didn't get any of the guys that he. And now he's kind of doing it, so people are. The last one, he even I thought. Didn't you think the Bobby Wagner one was kind of like he was saying that they signed him? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Like I thought. Yeah. I, I again, I think it went from kind of funny to kind of sad. Yeah. Wonder uh, what, yeah. And I don't think it's a great look for the team. Wonder what the coaches think of that. I. I wonder that a lot. <laughs> I wonder that a lot. And, and but you know what my point is? It's 100%. Like, oh, yeah. 100%. You know, why, why do we have a player openly, like, right. one or two guys, right. like, you know, like Matt, Matt Judon, say, let's just say for argument, he played for Baltimore for all those years. Let's say Marlon Humphrey was available. Right. And he hey, knows him. And, yeah. You know, what's up? You know, we love it here. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, there's a connection there. I get it. Right. Yeah. It's been virtually every prominent free agent. I know. Right. And now it's like, uh, w- w- what about you? You want to yeah. play for the Patriots? Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sulman, send in your Anyone? game again. I lost it. Anyone? I don't know what oh, happened. Oh, yeah. I can't yeah. believe you did that. Yeah. I can. He uh, sent the spinner <laughs> in and everything. Um, in, in the meantime, Andrew in L.A. writes in um, about Devontae, I mean, with, about Parker and Adams. They may have... Started a similar amount of games percentage-wise, but Parker would check out of the game pretty frequently. Thank you. Adams looks like an Iron Man in comparison because of Parker's flurry of lower body injuries, especially in his feet and ankles. Is that like check out? Yeah, check physically out. or mentally? Mentally or physically? Physically. physically. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I know you guys don't so agree with start, me, but... then he plays, but then he stops playing. No. I think those games that he's not starting, he's not really playing in. Yeah. This is what, like... Mm-hmm. I, I don't have it in front of me. I don't. You you probably have an easy way of look up percentage of snaps played and yeah, stuff like that. Point. But <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, yeah, I know you don't want to look uh, it up because you know what it'll probably show. Hurt something. <laughs> anybody that anybody that watches Devonte Adams play and Devonte Parker play and thinks that they're similar in terms of their durability is wrong. They have a similar name. Just all. Um, Sullivan writes in. Um, this is the game because <laughs> a guy emailed about <laughs> I know, I it. He says, uh, "Are any of you playing Wordle?" Yeah, I play. Do you play, yeah. Eric? No. Yeah. You Why not? <laughs> oh, God, he gets so upset. <laughs> but, well, the way you answered it, no. That's not. How did Isn't I, that how we just said it? It is that, how we said yes. it. Yes. Yeah. 
Absolutely not. You were very it's dismissive. Not, a, not how I said it in my head. I'm going to tell you how I read it. Yeah. I read it that. I have no time for that. Every, it, no, no, no. He has plenty of time for it. He plays a bunch of other games <laughs> like that. Okay. I but everybody else is like doing that. that one. Right. Right. Yeah. So you don't like Wordle, Eric? I don't know. I've never done it. So then why are you so dismissive? I'm not so dismissive. You, no. <laughs> Mike, you play Wordle? I, I do. He does. Yes. <laughs> Fred, you do Wordle? I do. Excitedly. Was the sniff I, I don't do it, but I, I know, start off really my morning thing. by doing work. Me too. I do a crossword. Perfect. And then I email what I did to my mother-in-law, and she emails or texts me back what oh. she did. So we have a little competition going. I see. How so often always do competing. you win? I, well, most of the time. It's I'm nice. on a good streak. Right right she's good, though. Always she's, she's very good, like, Scrabble player. What's your, uh, what's your first word? I don't have a set first word. No? No, I try to guess what the creators are doing. Oh, you yeah. just try, try to, to get into to their bring minds. it into the from the universe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Although I like to get rid of s first, so that I get rid of any plural yep. uh, chance. Yep. You know. Yep. Yeah, yeah I um I got a pretty good method. Um, I like it. I feel like I'm, I'm on a good run right now. But yeah. I always start with uh with swear. Swear. And I like it. E I know people are like, well, R. you're supposed to use, you know, something with all the vowels. I'm like, but then you just know what vowels you got. I don't know. However my brain works, I like to start with okay. swear. Okay. All right. And then I try to work a team yeah. next. So I've never played. Yep. I am aware of the game yep. because I don't live under a rock. Yep. And it's flooded into my right. Twitter timeline because evidently all <laughs> of you people have to tell everybody <laughs> oh. how many guests. I, I, I don't tell don't tell anybody. Anybody. I, I just um, yeah. the, the way that Mike just explained it to me will – that will forever mean I will never play it. Like this, <laughs> Why is that? Because like it's not just fun. You have to have like a system. You don't know. I you don't just have that's to. That's how I work. But that's. I mean, if you if you want to be good, like well, you, you have, have to, have to have know strategy. five letter words. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Paul knows four letter. I words. only know four letter <laughs> ones. <laughs> and Eric, no. Eric, I play, no type, I no play type a word game. game. I don't need. I don't know. Yeah. I play other, other word games. games. Good. I, good for you. And by the way. I am by no means above it. I do a, a crossword puzzle, which he means does. I'm 85 yeah. years old. He's kicked us uh, out of his okay. office many times. I do a crossword so puzzle every it. morning. I know you do. I, I just like you can he's, only do he's one. He's got his little specs on. So it's a good way to start the day. You're not yeah. going to get wrapped up in, right. oh, I played Wordle. For you. Like, you got one, it gets your brain kind of thinking words, and then, you know, and then you're out. That's it. Like it. But no. I would like it if it was just like sort of, you know, let's see if we can guess the stupidest things. and how. And, but like there's a set. First word you use no, to eliminate. You don't have to. That's just you can the way anything. some people do I mean, it. Fred tries to get inside the, the, yeah, the head the of the head creator. The head of the creator. Yeah. Why do you think they chose five-letter word? Is that the most common number of in know. the English language? I don't, I don't know. I don't know, but it's uh, that would be. It's always maddening when they use a letter twice. Which yeah, I, think I don't did like today. that. I don't like that. Which I think they did. They today. did that today. Yeah. They did. And well, like if you pick a letter, you also you can't. We're not going to explain all the rules. If you're interested, go find out. Like oh for God, example, why are you so upset? Like if it was because you were so dismissive. Yeah, I wasn't. You, you now like, you want to know about it. You were a little bit dismissive. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit. You just can actually bit. print it out and then you mail in <laughs> each guess and then they mail it back to you. <laughs> All right. Anyway, the only thing that annoys me. We're gonna run out of time for Solman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have it. Did yeah. You send it in. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I thought we. I thought we were missing. I thought we were riffing. No. No. Sorry. And the reason I brought up Wordle is liberty, liberty. Are any of you playing? Are we married to mutual? This weekend, I found out. There's an any NFL version called Weddle where you need to guess the player. I've gotten addicted to playing Wordle and now like Weddle. Like Eric Weddle? I thought I'd That's try fine. to make a similar game for you based on Patriots player. They can be current or former. First, read off the year, which indicates the first season this uh, person played on the Patriots. Then read hint two, which is position. Third hint indicates how the player got onto the team. Fourth is college. 
and the last hint is his initials. Read off one at a time to allow for guesses. Best of luck. All right. Ready? And these aren't five-letter names, right? No. Just uh, names in general? No. Um, 2005, so that's his first year he was on the team. That's not. Oh, yes, that's correct. Tackle is his position. Logan Mankins. No, you're out. Drafted in the third round. I could add another one in here. but Ellis Hobbs? Uh, no, you're out. So it's just Paul Toledo. Nick Casher. Right. Oh. Oh, he did say tackle, right? Big yep. Nick. Yeah. Nineteen. Not very impressive on my part. I needed the uh, four clues. 1992. Oh, boy. He's a fullback. Sam Gash. Sam Gash is correct. Now, is that that's good, right? Two? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, two. Now, you, would, you would share that. On do you your, know what round he was drafted in? Tough one. Eighth. That's right. Oh. Paul got it. That's a, almost a trick question. Right. God. Right. Uh, 2003, he's a safety. Eugene Wilson? Nope. Free agent. Rodney Harrison. Right. Oh. 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 I thought it was the first. Another two. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. First, first year on the team. Patriots. Yeah, 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 Not yeah, drafted. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, three more. 2014. He's a wide receiver. Brandon LaFell. Yes. Oh, wow. I was going to say that, but I was Deuces. Wow. We could call that poodle, P-U-D-L-E. <laughs> Paul has won by default, but we'll keep going. Uh, 2017. They're not all home runs. <laughs> 2017. Defensive tackle. He was a free agent out of Arizona Lair- Larry Guy? That's oh, right. I was about yeah. to say Larry. La- la- I was like, ah. Uh, he snuck out the back. <laughs> 2001. <laughs> anime. 2001. He's a linebacker. 2001 linebacker. Free agent. Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel. No. No. Uh, uh, we're, we're out. Th- uh, why can't I think of his name? He, he tackled uh, Jerome Payton. No. The big hit on Jerome Payton. No. Why can't I think of his name? Ryan Cox is yes. incorrect. Quote, unquote, okay. big hit. Yes. I'll give you – I have other guesses. He went to Rice. Now you'll Larry, Larry, Larry Izzo. Izzo. Oh. Yeah. So, Azo. Is Izzo or Azo? Thanks, Solman. Special uh, yeah, a little, there was a little twist yeah, on the on game the other, that uh, who am I game. the other guy does. Yes. Right. 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 Yep. I like it. Great job with the game. Oh, yeah. yeah Great fun. job right yep. there, especially because I dominated. Dominate. 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 Do you guys see Megan uh, – she was all glammed up. She looked great for W for for WrestleMania. WrestleMania. You guys did yeah. some time together. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm I, uh, I'm always I, happy for her when she's all like I you did. Know, I was dressed to the nines with like a on girl, like, girl, on like girl Friday clothes. night. Yeah. They had one of the, like the the pre shows for WrestleMania and. My brother texts me out of nowhere. He goes, is this your girl on the, on the desk right now? <laughs> so I click over. And I'm like, no, that's not her. And he goes, good. Guess. No, nah, never mind. Oh. <laughs> I kind of wondered, why am I so hot? <laughs> oh, man. Every time we hear those uh, remote show audio, I flash yeah, back bad, to just huh? like sitting in my house, not being able to hear myself oh, talk. Oh, God. I'm so oh. glad we're done with that. I oh. for, Forever, I hope. Yeah. Yeah. Are we done? Yeah, we're done. Oh. Closing up the laptop. It's only one fifty-seven. I know. i got to get Some going. Some of us have a meeting. Paul. All right. That's going to be it for this edition of Patriots Unfiltered. We'll be back Thursday with another edition. Talk to you then. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. 
Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts.